there was somebody who was just kind of going through the motions. They they were going to school. They didn't know what they wanted to do and, you know, whatever. And you can just say my name, dude. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say it. you know and today chayu chayu welcome in dude now you know thank now you. you know welcome to the big small talks podcast yeah man and uh usually we'd break down the song right now but uh it just so happens we have the producer here right. so maybe you could help us yeah out. so share share what that song is to i'd the love people. to um so this here is the track called bulletproof soul by the infinite the audacious the beautiful <laughs> legend Queen Sade. Um, got inspired by a Love Deluxe CD that I bought in uh, Telluride, Colorado at a thrift store for $2. Hey. And yeah, we had no service. So I listened to that CD probably 50 times and it became the soundtrack to my life. And I love house music. And this kind of just came naturally. And yeah. I was just listening to it. I was like, yo, I heard it. And I was like, this needs to happen. So through some... Uh, on the floor got some groove in there and the rest just it wrote itself and, where did uh, you uh where did you make it i actually made it on oahu really yeah oh cool yeah so nice. after i was on a road trip for three months i was skiing uh i had an uh, icon pass and i was just living out of my van or out of my car my subaru outpack with my girlfriend yeah and then uh yeah she got real cold and uh yeah. stuff happened we ended up moving to oahu and we were there for about a year yeah and within the first two months that we were there uh like i said it was like yeah, a month or two after just having this album on repeat, it just kind of came out. Yeah. And there's a, yeah, with this beautiful space at the top of uh, Halekoa, just overlooking Diamond Head and just beautiful, beautiful windows overlooking the ocean. And yeah, I was like, man, this is going to happen yeah. right here. Right now. I was like, yeah. And it happened. And I was like, yes, this, this is a tune. This is a track. Yeah. This yeah. is one of my favorite tunes I think I've ever made. Yeah. So far. It's, yeah. it's so it's vibey. Super fun. Yeah. I love it. I just, yeah. it's total pool party vibes. Like, like Absolutely. it's just, yeah. It's just like a smile on your face. Exactly. It's just fun. I was just, you yeah. I mean? You just groove yeah. to it and yeah. you, just, you can't help but like move. Like, right. you, like you can't listen to it and like just sit still. Like no. it, it's hard to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, it's funny. Cause like Sade's music is just kind of sad and it's kind of depressing, you know, it's just like, yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine like trial struggles that she went through growing up, you know, and right. uh, and uh, like as a woman and as like a as a black woman too, like it's just like man, it's uh, 
anyways, I guess my point to bringing that up was like the the feel that it has now is so different than like yeah. the original feeling of the track. If you listen to the original, it's like right. not this kind of groove at all. I so. love that about remixes though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. that it's de- it doesn't make the the song better or worse or anything like that. It's just a different take on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Entity exactly. Like, it, it's like it's like totally like like I have songs where I have the remix and the other one yeah. they're two different playlists. Yeah, and they're two different songs 100%. and like I have that for those reasons. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's funny. Like like I didn't do much to it at all. But yeah, it's just like how different it is. You know, yeah. like speed up the tempo a little bit. Throw some drums on there, and it's right. like whoa. Yeah. It's a house. Tune. We're, it's yeah, a house. Like total tune. house. Like we're grooving. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, just a little preview right yeah, there. Yeah, a little what preview we, to the to the podcast. What we did today. We uh we interviewed Chayu. This yeah. is our very first real interview. Yeah. So um we are super thankful to have him here. Yeah. To be here. Sit in and and discuss life and music and a little bit of everything. Above. Honestly, yeah. I feel like we really tapped into a lot of things here. Yeah. yeah within so. a short amount of time. Yeah. So uh, we're just super thankful to be able to be back on the the show and yep. have guests here. We got a coffee table. Crazy. It's wild. We got some art yeah. that Chayu made us. Yeah. This is sick. We didn't, we forgot to uh, bring it up in the, the actual episode, but you'll be seeing it up on the, on the, on the studio soon yeah. on our Instagram or whatever. But this dude is just multi-talented, man. Mm. Make it's, sure you uh, give this dude a follow on Instagram too, by the way. Sure. What was it? Chayu music, C H A Y U underscore music. Right there. That's there you go. Yeah. And uh, that song is not on Spotify because of copyrights, but it is on can, SoundCloud. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on SoundCloud. Yeah. And we just released a EP for Chayu and Hannibal uh, mm-hmm. on the record label. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it is called? It is called Dancing with Shadows. Dancing with Shadows. Yes. And we categorize this as singer songwriter but also electronic and down tempo because that's kind of the yeah. you're limited on um distro kid to uh give these uh songs a, a genre and so that's what we went with mm-hmm. but it doesn't really do it a service because it's a mixture of a lot of different things i feel mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah i guess you have singer songwriter elements and down tempo yeah. stuff but totally i don't really feel like that fits well yeah, I feel like I feel like they should be able to allow you to, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, make up your own. Yeah, not yeah, make, make up your own. No, but, but kind of like, like maybe select exactly. a couple or something. Yeah, exactly. Make it a little more yeah, exactly. uh, customizable. Yeah. So yeah. I guess once you get big enough, I guess then maybe that's like yeah. Then maybe you have yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hope you guys, if you listen to the the record, hope you enjoy the record. Hope you enjoy this uh, talk that we had with the fellas here. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for making music. Yes, for our souls. We appreciate you. What I'm Thank you to the do. listeners waiting those uh, couple weeks, but we're back. Yes. We're in it. Yeah. And uh, Sorry to keep you waiting. Yeah. Well, it was worth the wait. Right? Yeah. Hopefully it was worth the wait. Yeah. All right, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. Have a good week. Much love. Small talks with Jockey, me and you. It's big, small talks, BSing with the group. It's big, small talks, expanding points of view. It's big, small talks. It's big, small talk. We haven't done a podcast in like three weeks, so we're r- yeah, we're, we're rusty. We're rusty, so mm. bear with us. I'm judging you guys real hard right now. Yeah, I know. As you should. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. I've never done a podcast before. So no? No. With all, this, with all this uh, recording equipment and school and everything, yeah. none, of the, none of the students over there did a podcast? Never. 
Really? We're breaking your podcast cherry right now? Wow. Dang. I feel... Honored. I feel honored. Uh We'll go easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be be gentle. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Well, everybody, welcome Chayu to the Big Small Talks podcast. Dude, welcome in. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome in. It's... uh, Yeah, I'm super stoked to to be here. I mean, one, because... I mean, like, yeah, we're homies and yeah. get a, yeah, just share, share some talks and also, yeah, just like both through like our evolution of like humans and right. like we met playing freaking hockey, you know, know. and like who'd have thunk like X amount of years you'd be set up in this I studio know. you built yourself and like, I know, chopping it up. It's wild. It's beautiful, bro. I know. Yeah. So I don't think I realized you guys met during hockey i thought it was like yeah mm-hmm. i thought it was like through uh music music yeah yeah we actually didn't even play hockey together it uh-huh. was because he played on one of the teams my brother played on mm-hmm. oh okay. so he knows lauren originally gotcha you're 94 94 so yeah. he was born in 1994 i was born in 1993 i was yeah. just a year older but i had already kind of stopped playing even when he was on your team because i was team usa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember watching you guys. <laughs> they were, they played in uh, Huntington Beach, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. Nice. It was a fun tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hockey at the beach kind of sounds pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little counterintuitive, but yeah, it sounds sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beach yeah. hockey is pretty fun. A, yeah, a lot I mean, of the guys go out there and play like ball hockey. Yeah. I feel like beach anything, yeah. like beach volleyball, beach basketball. Just, yeah, you're on the beach. It's like really hard to true, be miserable. True. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, beach yeah, curling, true. beach curling. <laughs> Or you see, and then you see them. Everybody well, during COVID, at least, you see everybody rollerblading now. Like yeah. you go to the boardwalks, mm-hmm. everybody's Dude, that's on rollerblades, bro. Mm-hmm. It's back in. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to start opening up some roller rinks and stuff more. For sure. Once this is all blown over, honestly, people like we're just realize. talking like how disco and funk has been hitting again. Yo, we yeah. need those disco rollerblade. Oh, yeah, jams, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, with like the quad <laughs> wheels and like, like Hollywood. Dancing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, big fun pants, colorful clothes, big hair. Groovy. Oh, it's going to bring groovy back. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, groovy back. Yeah, no. So we we actually met through hockey, and we actually didn't start talking till years later Mm -hmm. when he was in New Jersey. You were Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I had just gotten into music. Um, I was doing uh, the, the program at Fullerton College. And you know, like when you first get into like music, you just, or like something that you like to do, you just fully engrave yourself in mm-hmm. it and you just obsess about it and stuff. So any person that I saw like making music, uh, whether it was on Instagram or Twitter, like whatever, I was like, I didn't care. I would just hit him up. And it, it was one of these times where I had, I was already following him and he used to post stuff uh, on his machine, which oh, is nice. like, it's like a, the Ableton push that I have. It's like mm. a beat pad, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I commented on something. And then it just started a, a dialogue. It was like, oh, I make music too now. I was like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. And then when he came back, uh, I went over to your house one time. And then ever since then, we've just been kind of like yeah, in contact and mm-hmm. hanging out. So it's been really fun to get to know each other and progress, see you progress. Mm-hmm. In music production, yeah, like I remember listening to your stuff way like way back in the day, and it was it was good. Like it, like it was obviously really good. It intrigued me, you know. Mm-hmm. But like now listening to it, and I hear the stuff that he's got like kind of working on now and stuff. It's like so good. I, well, I feel like mm-hmm. that's just like you just evolve. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, you, it's like like we we're talking about you just practicing and you're just getting like better and better. Everything's mm-hmm. just getting crisp. Yeah, you know? what we're saying it's like the with any sort of like art or expression or anything, it's getting it from here or in here 
out to here and that's like where the evolution because like the idea is like yeah when i first started making beats yeah like they were sick you know but it's how like how's the mix you know like how's right. like my sound is like ever how is like the idea fleshed out and like yeah i definitely agree like i've seen a lot of progress in myself and i'm stoked to, yeah to be here now i mean of course there's always room for growth and expansion and whatnot but what was the thing that got you into music like what was that life altercation i guess that was like i'm gonna do whatever it was that i was doing i'm gonna stop doing that or stop going for that maybe it was hockey i don't know mm-hmm. but it shifted from that thing to i kind of want to do music now deep dark depression really yeah nice. okay um i don't know if you remember i had a had a bunch of concussions yeah yeah so i had to stop playing hockey around like 16 17 okay and uh yeah, so I was at a school where I was playing hockey and uh, got pulled out of there junior year, went to a new high school and got my heart broken for the first time. That'll um, do it. Yeah, and just, <laughs> yeah, I had to have surgery to get all this shit out of my face because, am I allowed to curse on here? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was like a bunch of like mucus and stuff, so I had it just like in all my sinus linings they yeah. think is from the concussions. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty heavy, so that had to like go in through my nose, like break it, scrape all the shit out. Huh. Yeah, and I was just, I thought I was going to play hockey my whole life, bro. Like, right. you know how it is. Yeah, like, yeah. when you're playing at that level, you're like, all right, like, this is what I do. And then it was all gone within a span of a couple months. And I was like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> yeah. Well, so and then the, for those that don't know, I mean, I'm sure you don't like to brag about yourself, but this dude was good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, straight up. Like, I remember, because, again, I'm older than him and Lauren by, like, a year and so I would just watch these guys play, and a lot of them played together, which was really fun to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were competing with guys two, maybe three years above them okay. um, and competing good. Like, they were, they were winning mm-hmm. yeah. those, those little tournaments or <laughs> Not whatever. Not like just playing, but exactly. like competing. Like, kind of like coming in here and just, like, mopping the floor with them and basically <laughs> being like, oh, like, yeah, this is that team. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I'm also eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like that and all these guys were like that so and you were you know so i could totally see how that kind of like messes up your whole what i'm gonna do with my life yeah my whole my whole psyche was whack and yeah like i said like being heartbroken is just like first time it's like whoa like what is this feeling in my body and then like getting it like ripped out is just like crazy experience see long story short or long story long (laughs) i uh yeah when i was growing up my grew up in a Russian household. My parents are Russian immigrants. So it was like strict school, strict sports, strict do it, everything that's expected of, you know, immigrant children. But, um, mm. so they had me playing piano when I was a kid, like hardcore Russian teachers, like hitting you, like got to do stuff, Sick. like got to practice. And I like, I, dude, I fucking hated it. I hated it <laughs> so much. now though. Dude, I didn't practice for shit. Uh. Like I, I went to like three different teachers. Cause like my parents were like, Oh, you're not doing like your, uh, scales or whatever anyways so like I, I didn't play for i did it for like maybe five years from like maybe 10 like 8 to 13 or 8 to 12 or something but when i was like 16 17 i just came home i was just like feeling real fucked up and just i hit a key on a piano and i just like my whole body just like felt all the emotion and all like the vibration in that one mm. key that i hit and it just resonated in my body and i was like whoa this is sick and i would just play for like six seven hours of like neoclassical music classical music yeah, for like three or four months, I just got into like piano and just playing piano and it just felt like such a free form of expression for myself. Mm. And um, 
yeah, it just felt, felt really liberating and I felt a lot of freedom. And then from there I got into like trance music and then I got into like house music and then I got into, this was a time like Vici, Data Life yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Scary Monsters, Nice Sprites. And that opened like, yeah. Yeah. like electronic, like dubstep kind of door. Yeah. Electro, yeah. Yeah. yeah, bass house, all that stuff. So yeah. So that was kind of my, uh journey into sound and yeah i got into djing and then like you were saying like uh i got a machine at some point so i started making hip-hop beats i was in new jersey so a lot of hip-hop and rap over there a lot of jazz friends a lot of jazz cats so i got into jazz music and my mind just was uh this funnel and sponge for everything music yeah sick yeah Yeah. i feel like it's a good place to be when you're just like taking in different genres and like kind of picking it apart Mm -hmm. you know where you're like okay like i'm playing classical on the piano and then, like you're hearing electronic and doing hip hop, I feel like that like mm-hmm. can put you in a really cool spot. Like at least like yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not an artist, but like I have to sure imagine you like you just like you just take all that in and you can kind of like formulate something from that, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's uh, kind of what we're yeah we we're saying earlier how to take everything that's in in the brain or in the heart and yeah. like making it in a. I mean, like as a career, of course, it's like you have to try to package it in a nicely presented bow to where people can consume it and digest it and listen to it, and you can like make a living off it. But uh. Yeah, it's 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 a cool space. There's um, yeah, it just feels a uh, very authentic. I don't think I've ever been in a place where I've tried to make or create any form of art for the sake of like monetary value or um, just like doing it to fit in. It always felt right. like a like a genuine thing yeah. that I do, you know. So, was there anybody like any like kind of artist like off the bat when you're first getting into music that mm-hmm. you really kind of look to to be like, you know, like I like. Mystic Carmack. Mystic Carmack. Okay, oh I've never heard. I've never heard of that before. You've heard. You've heard him before. I have because I've played him <clears throat> oh, okay. before. Okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, no, yeah, trust me. Yeah, you yeah, have in this him. place. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. In this room, you've heard it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that motherfucker's so cool, man. Yeah, and his uh his journey's been super cool because he's uh, also like yeah he plays uh I'm not sure if he's classically trained, but he plays like the ukulele, piano, keys, like a lot of jazz, okay. jazz theory. I think he's and jazz stuff. trained. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he makes like some of the rawest like. Kind of like hip hop inspired like bass music, and he also makes like boom bap stuff. And then like his latest project was it was like jazz and like funk kind of stuff, right? And then like lo fi kind of yeah, stuff. And he had like the, a band and was like performing the, with band. The, the something Jeffersons, I forget the. It's like a duo. It's like a jazz player and then him. Hmm. It's it's super super dope. It's like lo fi jazz with like that sounds fantastic. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. Tight. it's so sick. <laughs> okay, it's funny. Yeah. I, f- I fell off of him maybe five six years ago but like when i was coming up yeah he was my number one like, yeah yeah i think it's cool to really like obsess with an artist and then maybe you kind of lose interest over time but then when you start to listen to it whether they came out with something new and then it intrigues you to listen to what you've missed mm-hmm. or maybe go back to what you've listened to i think it's cool that you know music is so different that mm-hmm. you could really like an artist and just not really care for like something that they're doing mm-hmm. like today or maybe you don't like their old stuff but you like their new stuff yeah. or whatever because i think for you like if that was who you were listening to at the beginning of your like career or your journey or whatever you've also like evolved too so oh, like absolutely. to continue to listen to mr carmack only you know that would be doing you a disservice yeah that'd be, that'd be strange exactly yeah. <laughs> so it's cool to have those kind of artists where it's like I don't really listen to him anymore, but yeah. that's probably one of my favorite artists. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, you just like associate like a time in your life, right. With that like specific like album or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, like that's what like, I've talked about like with J Cole. Like, there's like a certain album that I liked where it's like, okay, like I know where I was like in my mind, right. like where like 
it was like location wise, whatever, like mm-hmm. listening to that. And like, it always brings me back to that, whether like right. it's still my favorite, you know what I mean? It just like, it's nostalgic for that reason. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And you can listen to that song over and over right. and over again. And you like, remember what you were yeah, doing. Yeah. Even if you try to show it to somebody and they're like, okay, well like it was better back yeah. then, you know, you have to like try to like yeah. make up for it. Yeah, but yeah. it's just something about like <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. where you were yeah, at that yeah. time, you know? But it's, it's also a great form of uh, just like inspiration too. Cause kind of you're saying like, it's this, uh, like intangible feeling that these things bring up so you can listen to like these old records or even i'll listen to like old music that i made like on a shit like eight ten years ago you know and like it brings me back to this place and it's like brings back this like feeling or this emotion that i can like channel in the new new place that i'm in right now and it's like a really cool source of inspiration that i've kind of been tapping into in the last like week or so Mm. um nice yeah it's real weird how you were just telling me that uh you dj'd a wedding for the first time (laughs) and you were you you can explain it how you were explaining it to me you it was your first time trying to play for the crowd yeah yeah and not for yourself as a as a as a wedding dj yeah 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 yeah. i feel like (laughs) wait were you mc too or no yeah yeah Um, i was was, was mc yeah with uh yeah it was uh, it was interesting yeah it was um I'm kind of a music snob and like kind of like an ego asshole kind of guy sometimes. So like <laughs> me DJing, like anytime I've ever played, it's like when somebody comes to me with a request, like I'll, I'll look at you. I'll be like, for real? Like, yeah. You know, like, bro, get like, off the get stage. Out of yeah. Here. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you know, that's, that's, I just did that Friday. Like, <laughs> of course this person was not good, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, like justified, I'm sure there's so many people that thought about, thought that about me you know and like that's what made them come up and tell me whatever they wanted to say you know um yeah play drake (laughs) dude i can't i'm not gonna finish that sentence um but uh yeah danny can be on the podcast whenever you want (laughs) you're like my door is wide open for you charlie you're out of a job (laughs) that's funny uh but yeah bro so you know, like, like in the reasoning behind that, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm here to share myself. Like this is my form of expression, you know, like I feel like I have a very unique appropriated music taste, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. this is me. And like, I'm here to share this part of myself and like, that's totally justified. And I'm not going to feel like bad about doing that. However, there's this new side that's been opening up. And I think I kind of mentioned it where it's like, Oh, I need to have this beautifully packaged bow where I can like present myself to as like a consumer. So it was the first time where, like, I intentionally, I mean, like, you're reading the crowd always, but where it's like, okay, even though it's something that I might not enjoy personally, I know these people are going to go crazy for it. And, like, right. that's such a cool feeling as, yeah. like, one, as a DJ, because, like, you're, like, queuing up a song, you're like, oh, this is going to hit right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it could be, like, some Shakira, like, Hips Don't Lie, or some Drake, or, like, some, like, uh ring my bell i right. forget who sings that one or like yeah. some you're like excited for the crowd yeah you're gonna go off right you yeah. know what's gonna happen you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or like if you play earth wind and fire and yeah. you or like yeah like and you like, just mix it in correctly too and they weren't expecting it and then they hear it and yeah. yeah it's just so fun and it's like a very different way of reading the crowd for me that i've never really opened myself up to and it was uh <laughs> it was really freaking cool yeah. and i'm really grateful for that experience because i got out of my ego and like out of my like self-righteousness and just really just had fun with like everyone right. that i was playing music for and it ended up being a great time i uh <laughs> like i emceed i announced like all the first dances like yeah here come like this so-and-so like <laughs> yeah. we have the mother son dance yeah now. And, like uh, yeah yeah it was uh it was a cool experience it was uh yeah great hosts and uh 
Yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, checked w- me for wet- sure. Wedding DJing is so different than DJing a party, and it's so d- different than DJing a club. And mm-hmm. It's you know different from DJing festivals. a festival, yeah. right? Yeah, because yeah. you've played festivals before, you yeah. know, like so. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I feel like with weddings, see, I've done more weddings than I've ever done clubs, festivals. Par- I've done mm. a couple parties and stuff, Interesting. but I've done more weddings than I've done pretty much anything. Mm. And so over the years, you just kind of develop your arsenal of, oh, I know this is going to hit or, sure. or this is, yeah. I know this is going to bring people back and I know this or whatever. Yeah. And how do you stay different so that you're not the same wedding DJ that plays at every single wedding that yeah. just presses play yeah. and lets the entire song play out and takes the request. Yeah. I hate I hate when a DJ takes all of the requests and he's got this list of requests going and you just see people going up to yeah. the stage and and requesting and he's playing all of them. So then when you go to ask your requests and you're just like, well, like, hey, like I know a lot of people would like this. He's like, oh, I got all these right here. I'm like, why are you like why are you not playing what you think you should play like you were saying right sure, like yeah. you're being paid to have your opinion on this yeah. whole thing because this is your craft this is what I do yeah. exactly well yeah. I had like the opposite experience because we were at a wedding and the guy didn't know what he was doing he didn't know how to queue up music he didn't he oh, just like gosh. a guy I think he was just hired by the hotel or something or whatever mm. so like my girlfriend and I had to Steven, go Steven, get in and, there and, and I was, <laughs> no my girlfriend and I were writing it down like this one this one this yeah, one yeah then you're gonna hit this one right here straight up you know like what I mean? coaching we're like, him and then we're like showing him like I'm like do you have a Spotify account okay we're gonna log into mine like it was Jeez. almost like so much where like yeah. we had to like do it but I mean yeah. obviously it, it helped because it was just kind of like party level right bit. honestly yeah like you kind of needed it Spotify is really nice because so what I'll do is I'll have my tractor connected which is my DJ turntable mm-hmm. and I have all of my downloaded music that I can mix in to right. one another i'll have that through the usb but then i'll on my mixer which is for the pa yeah i have my phone connected via the aux gotcha. and then i'll just use a fader yeah and then fade in if i do have a request song um i could also do that on my laptop too but it's just using spotify is just so nice yeah. to have that you know capability but you know i i uh, dabbled in djing when i was in high school you did but, uh, so I, I was pretty good with a little, little fade in there <laughs> a little beat chopping you know <laughs> i will say though like that like very minimal experience i have when i hear a dj like trying to mix into the next song yeah. it like comes out bad i'm like Bro, yeah. what are you doing yeah, you dog? can hear it like yeah mm-hmm. i'm like we, we just didn't want to line that that one up right yeah, there yeah, we didn't yeah, want to yeah. do that yeah, yeah yeah like i so i feel like I yeah. can hear it sometimes, but once you hear it, yeah, it's the it's hard. It's the curse like, of dancing. I'm like knowing mm, that about it. that <laughs> specific thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It just it doesn't go away. And it's funny that you were saying about uh, taking requests because usually I'm like no to requests, but like I said the, with the wedding the other day, I was like I was like all right, yeah, you know, like yeah. that's what you're trying to hear. Yeah, I'm open to it. Like let's get it. And last night there were some requests, you know, and uh, and I was in that same headspace like yeah like i'll, I'll accommodate this but it, it was just jumping all over the place and it was just like completely lost the crowd like people were fading out and i was like dude i'm just and other yeah, people started to come up to me like yo you know what yeah we should do some of this because yeah. this isn't it. i was like bro i'm just trying to fucking accommodate everyone yeah. here like yeah, this yeah. is like a birthday party like i'm just trying to do it and then i was like gonna you know i was like fuck this like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna rock with this i'll take a request i'm gonna mix it in tastefully but i'm gonna lead this and you guys are going to rock out and people rocked out and it was a yeah. great time. But there was a couple points where it was like, I feel like that's the best though. When you're like kind of, you'll right. take a request here and there and you'll put it, you'll put it in. Like if it's just request, 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 you then, use yeah. your judgment. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's, that's, that's pretty yeah. good. And right like there. remixes, you know, like if there's yes. a, that one dreams track, like there's this one gigamesh edit. That's fantastic. You know, he's like, 
Five feet with Mac or something, you know? It's like, all right, like, how can I do this while I'm playing, like, house music, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's like finding cool edits is also, yeah. like, a big That helps big out part with tempo too. matching, too. Like, totally. if you have a remix yeah. that's already been gridded to, let's say, 120 BPM and you're mm-hmm. playing a house song, it's nice to go from that one, then go to the original, and then get out of the original, like, at 80 or something. Like, you know, you yeah. just get, you just... You know, also, they're also like mixed super shittily. Yeah, it's like a oh, seven so bad. Track. Yeah, you look at the waveform; yeah. it's like tiny, it's terrible. Yeah, and you have yeah. to like do it on the fly. I, yeah. u- I used to, I used to download music off of like YouTube and SoundCloud, like mm, to DJ. It bas- <laughs> it's basically like doing Golden that, age. Yeah. and like you don't really think about the quality being like terrible when you know, you know when you're just listening to music on your iPod and stuff. But then you yeah. go to play it out. And you're just like, oh, that sounds so yeah, bad. Like, yeah. yeah, like, oh, this sounds like a YouTube rip. Like, it sounds yeah. underwater, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of sped up. You're like, that doesn't yeah, seem right. Like, is, uh. is Michael Jackson singing higher? Or, yeah. like, or if there's a watermark. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. listening oh, to Kiss oh, FM. It's like, oh, yeah. DJ Premier. Yeah, exactly. DJ Fally Fell. You're like, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually me. That's my other That's my other stage name. DJ Purple Pony. Purple Pony. What, um, where did you come up with Chayu? Uh, Chayu came up, yeah, when I first started getting, getting into this thing, I was like, yo, I want to come up with something, and, uh, I was having, I'm, uh, like I said, my parents are Russian immigrants, so Russian was my first language, and I was talking to my mom, mm. and I think I asked her if I could have a cup of tea, which was like, like, chashku chaya, and she's like, or I said, chashka chayu, and she's like, no, it's chaya, not chayu, and I was like, oh, chayu. That's kind of cool. So I used like the... The mess up? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that sounds kind of cool. I forget whether it's like a tense or like, it's been a while since I've been in an English yeah. class, but like yeah. something with the gr- grammatical stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I've uh, always been about like just herbs and things coming from the ground and tea in general, like the the feeling behind it. It's like a, like a slowing down, connecting back to roots. And it also has so many medicinal properties, like different teas can like ginger tea is good for like if you're starting to get like a like a cold or a sick, you know, like turmeric's great. Turmeric tea is great for inflammation. Licorice root's great for sore throat or if you're singing, licorice root's a great one, too. And uh, there's this tea I always drink. It's like this uh, combination of turmeric, cinnamon, ginger, garlic, apple cider vinegar, some cayenne pepper. Mud water? Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Uh, dude, I get those ads all the time. Really? Yeah. Probably because um, you make that. <laughs> Hi, I'm here to sponsor yeah. Mudwater. Yeah, 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 yeah. today by. Yeah, no. If, if I'm feeling sick, I smash one of those, super hot, throw on some sweats and a hoodie, get in bed, and like I'll usually be feeling better the next morning. So solid. Yeah, that's kind of how it started up, and it's just kind of stuck. And yeah, I feel like it fits are. you so well. Thank you. I love that name. As far as names go, like yeah. it, it, it rolls easy. It's right. like it's like it's super short. memorable. It's not like some like huge name. Like I, I don't know. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Thank I ha- you. I have yeah. him. I used to because I used to have him in my phone mm-hmm. as Danny, but then I just kept typing because you know on your iPhone you can pull down and search. Yeah. I kept typing Chayu and it wouldn't come up. So then finally mm-hmm. I just changed it. Sick. And then. <laughs> I think we had a conversation a while back and you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to go buy a Chayu. I was like, perfect. Cause I already call you that. Yeah. Like it's yeah. so much easier for yeah, me to call you God. that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I don't know I, if you're, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. I was just, I don't know if you remember the first time I, I went by Chayu, the first letter and it was a Russian character. Yes, I do remember that. And it was impossible as fuck to find. It was like right. the back. It looks like a four. Yes. Oh, okay. so oh wait, is like it a, on your, uh, did I see it on your water bottle? 
Because I was looking at that. Yeah, this this right here. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's a Russian character. It makes the cha sound. And um, after maybe like six years, I was like, you know, this is not a good business move. Like people can't search it. People can't find it. Like so yeah. many people's like, yo, I want to find your music. Listen to it. Can't find that shit. Yeah. Like what do I do? Yeah. So I think it's about two years ago I switched it to CH. Okay. Yeah. Just more digestible. I was gonna say if I would have saw like the four, I'd be like four Yayu. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean, <laughs> I, think I, I used to get Yayu or four Ayu. Yeah. So that was yeah. Yayu. No more Yayu. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's not worse. That's not worse. That sounds like Zazu. I mean, horrible, yeah, Zazu. But... Oh yeah, Zazu from uh, Lion King. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Zazu. Yayu. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I just it just fits you so well because for those that don't know. I, your your music to me is so cool because you sound like you no matter what kind of genre you're making. The biggest compliment there, you could have told me. There's flavor to your music, right? So like even though you're making a house tune or a down tempo tune or a singer songwriter tune, like there there's there's a chai you flavor to it. So anytime you send it to me, I'm like, oh, this sounds so on brand. I lo- like I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like I like yeah. it. It did, and it does. It's not that I like your house mu- music more than your down tempo stuff or whatever. I I like that. No matter what type of genre that you send me, yeah, it's just like, like you oh, see that's the that, elements. That's that chai you flavor. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thank so you. Yeah. I keep doing what you're doing, but yeah, you took down some of your stuff on SoundCloud. Huh? Oh, I was just gonna say, mm-hmm. I was gonna say that because I was I was uh, going back to oh. uh, to listen to that stuff, motherfucker. You know what that is? Actually, it's me not renewing my subscription. For SoundCloud uh, Pro, uh, that's why. Um, yeah, because the the playlists are still there. Yeah, because yeah, he, he, sent, he so- sent me your SoundCloud, and he's like, yeah, "I was like, all right, cool, we're gonna listen to it before we start the podcast." Yeah, and I was like, uh, "There's nothing here, dude." Yeah, <laughs> that 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 makes sense though, because I stopped my subscription on my A Roach page, mm-hmm. and I lost all my likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the likes go too. Yeah, like everything. Dude. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Well, uh, like all the like all the likes that I've the music that I've liked. Oh, got they're it. gone. Shit. So I only have. The likes that I've liked as a non-paying subscriber, oh, which that's horrible. Sucks. Yeah. yeah, it sucks because I I I've had my SoundCloud for six years, seven years now, yeah. and I've liked so many cool songs that you know yeah. you would think not, that it would keep it. That's what I'm saying. And then obviously you couldn't add any more. Right. Yeah, that doesn't seem you, like a paying feature. No, yeah. no, <laughs> like not at all. Likes. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Like hold yeah. you hostage because they're like, well, now you can never not pay because we're taking it all. Yeah, yeah. Oh I gosh. don't really go on SoundCloud anymore. Um, but the last time I went on there, I think it was when you were sending me some of your, the private ones. Yeah. I can't do that anymore because I can't upload stuff. Me neither. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting paid on Friday, so I'm going to renew my, <laughs> my it just, subscription. It just, it just sucks God though, because it. it's Aww. such, it's such a waste of money to me, uh. the SoundCloud subscription. Cause I just, to me, I don't know how you feel about this. Uh-huh. I feel like SoundCloud's just pretty much dead. Anytime I ever talk... I was talk- going to ask that. I was like, I've, I don't know where SoundCloud is right now. You yeah. see, I, I, I feel both. I feel like in a lot of ways, yes, like the repost feature, like how you can buy likes, the, this, all that. Like, yeah, it definitely fucked it up in a, in a big way. Yeah. However, there's so much music on SoundCloud that I can't find anywhere else. Like random little bootlegs. Like there's this one dude from Malaysia that did this My Humps like Black Eyed Peas remix that I found. I was like, dude, <laughs> that's like hard. 15 years old. I was like, dude, this is uh, fucking insane. And like yeah. I wouldn't have found that anywhere else, yeah. you know? And like got a bunch of friends who make like bass music and like they don't really post that stuff anywhere else. Or like mixes are really great for SoundCloud. Like I found a lot of new music on like SoundCloud right. mixes and stuff. I was going to say, like, maybe for DJing, that probably sounds like, like a good tool to use. But as far yeah. as like me, like... Just you know, as a consumer, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I just got Spotify. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because you could pay, you could pay, excuse me, monthly for no ads, right? 
You can't. That's yeah. what that's what the subscriptions for. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just I was paying for that. I was paying for and YouTube unlimited uploads. Right. Well, see, because the thing the thing that changed for me was so I'm paying for the DistroKid, right? And that's like a hundred and thirty seven dollars a year to yeah. have ten artists. Oh, okay. Right. And so I'm like, I'm paying for that, which is unlimited uploads. So if I really wanted unlimited uploads, like I'm already on Apple, Spotify, like Google, like whatever. Sure. I mean, not nobody that I I know like goes on SoundCloud. So I was like, why am I paying twelve dollars to like be on here? You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just stopped it. Yeah. Because I use uh I use YouTube mm. uh, Premium now, so I pay for the no ads on that one. Mm-hmm. And that is like, I've told you about it. I think I've talked about it on here. I think so, yeah. That's pretty cool because I can find all kinds of music, like yeah. you were saying, like mm-hmm. the the bootlegs, the remixes, yeah. the whatever, on YouTube. So yeah. I kind of like transitioned out of SoundCloud and now I'm kind of more on YouTube. Plus you use YouTube for multiple things too. Like yeah. you'd be able to use it to find music, but also like no music ads videos. on any, yeah, any kind yeah, of video right. you want to watch. Like yeah. that's kind of cool too. Yeah, I just the the ads on SoundCloud to me just suck too. Like what's, they're not what's even. What's the price of that of the SoundCloud Pro? It's like twelve ninety nine. Okay, that's like not that. I think it's yeah. If you buy it at a year price, oh. I think it's twelve. It's okay. uh, sixteen a month without it. Okay, gotcha. You see, I could have just done like sixteen a month, but yeah. I'm like trying yeah. to cut corners and yeah. save money. I'm like, yeah. I'd rather pay like the full thing out. Yeah, that's where I mean, it's, it's a lot of money though. It's, I hear that. It's more money. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, adding up, but yeah. Pin on Friday, so all the music's gonna be back up. Okay, cool. Yeah, because well, yeah, be I need to upload that last EP too. Yeah, on SoundCloud as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that is that um, Spotify? Do you have to pay for to put music on Spotify as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. So so basically, they you could get signed to a label, right? And they'll di- the, they'll distribute it for you. Um, but right now, they have the independent distribution companies now. Yeah, where you as an independent artist can pay for a year subscription. And then you can upload your your music. So I basically just do that for ten artists. Like I, I bought right, yeah. I bought it for ten, and so I just am able to release Lauren's music, Chai's music, I was say, you're, my you're under, music. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's just it's more of a just like I'm already paying for it. So like, why not just everybody just use it? You know what I'm saying? Because right. I was already using it. Yeah, and I've released stuff in the independently in the past too, and it's yeah, yeah, just like by myself. Yeah, pay like whatever ten bucks, and then yeah, it depends what kind of distribution you use yeah there's somewhere you have to pay monthly to keep tracks on there there's somewhere it's like a flat fee and then you get to keep it on there right yeah i'm not, i haven't been up to date with it in the last couple of years so i'm not really sure how it's yeah. been but yeah it just depends on which company you use but same everybody thing has, if, if you weren't paying a, would it like come off spotify no th- like you have to go through mm-hmm. like a distribution set they they were working on having spotify you as an independent artist could release through spotify yeah that's, that's what i heard it hasn't come about yet but there's been Chance the Rapper was one of the ones that it's like pushing that because he basically wants to make SoundCloud like I'm sorry Spotify like SoundCloud right and he's a SoundCloud rapper so that's like his whole like we need to he's make. like the SoundCloud rapper right yeah he's like the bi- which is crazy because he's just fallen off he needs to go back to SoundCloud <laughs> but to answer your question I believe you can get music taken down if you don't pay for it because I think I have a tune that I haven't paid like the yearly thing and I think it's getting taken down. Uh, that was on my old page with like the four AY. Oh, okay. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. But that's a good no thing because we wanted that one down anyway because yeah. we have that one up already. Yeah. That one's then, the, uh, for you. Down for you. Down for you. Yeah. I just listened to that the other day. Have you heard that mm-hmm. one? Yeah. That's that's that on your that one's tight. Pedro note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I like that one. That one's super sick. I like yeah. that one. Thanks. Yeah. That one's super vibey. That was a fun tune. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was going to say like 
listening to that tune and then listening to your new EP, which is Dancing with Dancing with Shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, the the vibe was very like different. Very so different. I was actually going to ask you about yeah. that. Like, you know, down for you kind of seemed like a little more upbeat, mm-hmm. you know, more. And then like this one seems pretty like somber. Yeah, pretty somber. That's actually yeah. that's a great way to describe it. So like, mm-hmm. what was like. Was there like anything like, was it like a you thing? Because I know you're working with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Hannibal? Yes. So like, was that like, just like both of you guys wanted to go for that? Or was that just kind of like... Yeah. So we kind of started off with a mood board and he's really into like pop music and just like singer songwriter music, like, uh, yeah, like Billie Eilish and man, I wish I had the mood board in front of me. So yeah, we made like a music mood board <laughs> okay. where we just kind of put cool. it up and that was like his vibe. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, uh, I'll like flex this muscle, like try to make something yeah. in, like this kind of, kind of vibe and... So I started off, like, played some piano and, like, got some keys down. And then he was like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then he started writing lyrics. And that's kind of how that came about. And then I put, like, the instrumental, like, the beats, the drums, everything behind it. Yeah. And yeah it I, out- I, like the, I like the piano, dude. Sorry to interrupt. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was sick. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how that one came about. Um, but, to, yeah, man, I feel like every time I sit down, like, if it's not intentional, like, I don't know what's going to come out. Right. So, but it's, I really... Thank you for your compliment earlier because sometimes I go through that struggle a lot where it's like, you know, like I need to stay in a consistent genre if I want to build a fan base. Like I need to have like this one consistent digestible product that I'm putting out, which could be the move. Like I'm still like experimenting, you know, but I think every time I do make something, it just, yeah, it's, I feel like it's still authentically me, but I can make like drum and bass. I can make like sad pop music. I can make like electronic house music. Reggae, I have a reggae tune coming out. Yes. Yeah, I guess I can say that. I have a reggae <laughs> tune coming out September. <laughs> or, yes. yes, September. Nice. Um, it's the one I'm thinking of. I'm excited. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. We're, yes. We're shooting for cover art tomorrow. So Sick. Yeah. Nice. Dope. You're going to like this song. Yeah. I've, I've gotten the, the sneak peek. Nice. Yeah, I've gotten the demo version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Music's so freaking cool. Like, there's no... There's no box. There's no cap on it. Like, there's this one guy. His name's Parangi. I think he's from Peru or Brazil. I think Peru. But he does uh, this cool, like, live looping stuff with his voice and instruments. And it's just, like, very earthy stuff. And it's just like, oh, it feels so good. And, like, just, like, rhythm and percussion is, like, its own separate thing. Or just, like, somebody sitting at a piano is, like, their own thing. Or just, like, having, like, a classic rock band, like a five-piece or, like, a three-piece or, like, jazz. And it's, like... There's so many ways. It, it is the universal language, as, as cliche as it is, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you have ears and you can hear, like, there is music that somebody will appreciate. Dude, that's actually really funny you said that, because <clears throat> I was in Seattle, and we got in our Uber, and this dude was playing African music. Mm-hmm. And it's these blind African singers. And I was like, this is so dope. And me and my buddy both were like, sir, what is this? <laughs> and, like, we got it on Spotify, too. Um, I'll have to look up the, the artist. Or, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah we, um, we, I think it's, like, Mar- Mariba. Actually, I, my phone's on doing the video, yeah. so. But it's so sick. Like, I was like, like, I don't even know what they're saying, but I'm just, I'm vibing with this, like, so yeah. hard. So, yeah. like, the universal language thing. Is like, yeah. There's this true. band from Morocco that I just found out about. Oh, they're called Imondep, I want to say. I found him in a, the surf documentary. This dude named Torn Martin. He did oh, a... He was in uh, Morocco, and the soundtrack was like this Moroccan band. So fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> they're so good. I, uh, I feel like a lot of music now too is getting like 
multi genre is that is that mm. how I would say it? Uh, just, it's like it's like kind of cross cultural. Yeah, it like kind of yeah. like hits a bunch of boxes where you're like, oh, it's not really like hip hop. It's not R and B. It's not EDM. It's kind of like this cool mm-hmm. like kind of people can throw things together and you're kind of like in this weird mix of like yeah. music. I really like that. Yeah, it, it's interesting you say that because I feel like I'm a, I'm on both sides. I feel like in music and just art as a whole, but also on like a cultural and like a societal level. I feel like there's some, I mean, America, fuck, it's just like this blending of different cultures, you know, and like it comes out into this one thing where it's like, is it this? Is it that? Like, I, I don't really know. And I'm curious to hear your, your guys' perspective on this, but part of me is like, yeah, like this is cool. Like, I'll just, I guess, speak in, in, in from music's perspective, like, like there's like percussion, percussion, people. <laughs> it's okay. You're good. <laughs> anyway okay somebody from like somewhere in south africa who's like playing some drums and like somebody who works in the box in like a daw in like new york city can come together and make this fresh new awesome thing you know and it's kind of this new thing but like the culture and the root has potential to get lost you know and like mm-hmm. the authenticity has the potential to get lost whereas <sighs> sorry my, my mind just like running really fast right now whereas like also on a like a political scale, you know, it's like things are like coming together. Is it okay if we talk about it? Yeah. Like, like, you know, doing, like yeah. things are like coming together, you know, like it might be cool. Like, like there's so many different countries where they believe in different things. And like, I feel like we need some sort of unity to all come together to like really get our shit together as like a, as a species, as humans, because like, I feel like the more us and them attitude, like Democrat, Republican, like, I feel like it just feels very, against one another yeah and i feel like that's not what we need right now we need like to come together and find solutions and coexist with like love and compassion and peace Mm -hmm. at the same time maintaining culture maintaining authenticity to whatever that is you know i think there's like 13 or 14 uncontacted tribes in the amazon you know and like they want to keep it that way you know like they they that's a choice like they don't want any contact with the outside world and i think that's freaking beautiful you know because that's just the way they are and there's other tribes where there is some sort of interaction where they do learn like portuguese and then they learn english and then they talk to like westerners or like more first world countries and share their ideas and perspectives and outlooks on life and i think it's uh i mean i don't have an answer that's kind of why i brought it up to kind of yeah talk about it so. I, I think that i think that what ends up happening is especially because we're on the end of history, right? So like every yeah. single day is an additional day that we get to add to history. So sure. like so like we're seeing this bubble of just everybody was in their own space and then, you know, just kind of started we t- started to take over the world, right? So mm-hmm. now we're just all across the globe. So now we do have all these different cultures and stuff. And I feel like with the advancement in technology and with the internet in recent years, in the last hundred years, we're seeing this boom in, I want what you have. I want what you have. I want what you have. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the authenticity aspect, I can see how it gets lost in translation because what was authentic in Latin America with Latin American music and dance and culture and rituals and whatever. Mm -hmm. And when you bring it over to America, but it's Americanized, Mm -hmm. right? So it's no longer that thing, but what lacks here 
in this transition is the paying the, and we've talked about this before, it's several things, but is paying the homage to. Respect. You know, bro. it's not yeah. that, it's not usable or appreciated or doable out here in America because what if I really love this uh, uh, South American dance and music and culture and food, whatever. So there, there, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's the, well, this is mine now. You, you can't take it. Like, this is my identity. This is mm-hmm. my culture. And, and it's like, well, no, it's, you know, like this is, you're an American and you like, from, you know, from this culture. Mm-hmm. So I think the oversaturation of so much over here in America is where we're at. Cause we're in LA, yeah. you know, like we're, we're in the cultural hub of the world almost, you I, know? Yeah. It's and, overwhelming. And, and yeah, I was just gonna say that I, I feel like it's just a, like a lack of reverence because I feel like how you're saying it's so easy to access anything at any point and like get any sort of information about anything at the click of a button. Yeah. Click of a button, you know, and they're like, there's a lack of reverence, you know, there's a lack of respect. There's a mm-hmm. no, like how, in, in your words, like homage to like what it is, where this comes from. And then it just feels. It, yeah. yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like, I feel like, <clears throat> cause I was talking more like musically, but I mm-hmm. think I get what you're saying. It's like, like I could have this song that's like really electro and jazz, but then like, does it lose the jazz part of it? It's not mm-hmm. like, like, are we going to lose like mm-hmm. solely based like jazz artists or like, right. like rock? Like where's rock right now? You know right. what I mean? But yeah, I, th- I think it's hard because you don't want to lose that like original culture, like what we're saying. Because maybe that South American like song or dance or whatever comes popular here, and it's like, yeah. oh, cool, like it, it like gets uh, attention, right? But it's almost like a footnote. It's not even like the full like. No, this is actually where it's from. We got to understand like right. where and, it came from. And I'll just share like my perspective on it. It's like it's difficult for me as somebody who is in the middle of that to know what my identity is. You know, like I live in America where everything has come together. Like I'm, a, my parents are immigrants, and like just like dude, I don't know what the fuck. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. c- c- am I allowed to make this? Like, am I stepping on people's toes? Am I being disrespectful? You know, like what is like what do I bring? Like, yeah, like I dabble with this, this, and that, and like it all comes comes together so i think it really i think at the end of the day it comes down to you know the the purpose of you know your heart right so like when you're putting your your heart and soul into making whatever it is that you're making whether it be art music you know whatever um it's what is what is the intention behind it Mm -hmm. you know why and and if it's to receive fame and glorification and gratification and whatever then if you're using something from a different culture then that's kind of not too great you know that's not cool right it's not it's not respectful but if you came across it or if it happens to sound like that and you didn't even know and then somebody informs you like oh that sounds like this thing like oh wow i didn't even you know you stumble across it you know very um uh what's the word where uh lost the word i lost it just very uh purely organically there you go yeah if you just stumble upon upon it organically it's going to be um safe you know you're using it and it's because you just happen to stumble upon it it's it's funny i was watching this youtube video of this uh white guy playing a japanese instrument Mm. and i forget what instrument it was but all, all the comments on it were like fuck this guy like cultural appropriation mm. like x y and z and then i like did some research on the guy and this dude literally dedicated his whole entire life like 40 plus years to like japanese culture like this wow. instrument specifically and he's wow. like one of the only people in the world who can play it proficiently wow which is like and he was just getting heat from it yeah and just getting so much heat on YouTube. Wow. Well, like, it's probably just like a lack of like like 
these people aren't going to look at that. You no, know what I mean, yeah. so mm-hmm. just first look, you're like, uh, and then that's why you have to like, all right, let's dig deeper. Mm-hmm. I think like what you guys are saying, it goes to like the root of the person for sure. Right. You know, like, well, and, and then I think with like that kind of stuff, it's, it's, it's a weird place because everybody feels like they have to have an opinion about something, mm-hmm. you know? I forget what comedian Lauren and I were just listening to, but it's... Ba- oh, uh, it was uh, Bo Burnham mm-hmm. in his new... Uh, oh, I haven't seen insight. it yet. You haven't seen that yet? No, I heard Dude, it's great, though. You need to watch that. I know you would Tonight. like it. Yeah, it's really... It's he, has just, like mu- he has music in there, for right? It's on Spotify, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just very creative. Like oh, it's White a, Woman Instagram, is that part of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just very creative. And yeah. especially for where we were at in the world last year, you know, thinking of the concept of everything. It was just very well done for what it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he was basically saying, like, you know, you don't... Do you have to say something about this one thing? 100%, like, all dude. the time. My like, opinion matters. Yeah, like all the time. <laughs> like, do you like you can't just you know you can't just be quiet, you know? Yeah. And I feel like the internet is such a easy place to do that. For, with that example specifically, why are a bunch of people going to comment on this guy's playing? They don't know the guy. They don't know what he's been through. They don't know that he's a professional, like l- let's say expert in this one mm-hmm. thing. And then they're going to kind of like come at him for this because I'm sure there's somebody else on the internet that did do what they're claiming he's doing, you know, Mm -hmm. where he's being a poser. Oh yeah, that's for sure that that happens, yeah. But it's like, again though, even if that, who cares? Yeah. Like it, like why are you getting so offended by it? Just don't watch it. Yeah. Just don't watch it. Don't support it. Don't pay for his stuff. Like, you know, there's other ways that you could go about making that individual suffer for his wrongdoing than like a comment on the YouTube thing, yeah. right? Well, and I think like again, like it's a, it's the intent, but like as far as going back to like the culture, like you know different cultures and stuff like that. I think there will always be people who will like preserve culture. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think about like like rock again, like in jazz and like these like almost like genres that I feel like aren't as big as obviously they once were, but like there's still people who are gonna do it like authentically. Like even yes. like rap is like changed right but like there's still the dudes who are like underground i'm gonna do it the original way because right. mm-hmm. i want to do it authentically and like i mm-hmm. think that's still gonna be around you know? yeah so i feel like at least if we have those like those things won't die mm-hmm. you know but i know what you're saying yeah and, and it's and, and i think alongside of that i mean I, I, I could be wrong but just like from my observation i th- i think it would be beneficial for those people to also have an open mind towards the future you know like towards things coming up because of like this person's like gatekeeping like 90s hip-hop you know like i mean that's fine like that's totally can do whatever you want to do but it just feels like uh i don't know you're keeping something to yourself yeah it seems selfish and like me saying it just also feels like yeah you know like he's totally entitled to do that like that's totally fine you know yeah um i think it depends on the artist like there's there's people who want to like challenge like to push like new genres to like new like limits and some people sure. be like no i want to protect the like like what it was i want to you know well that's why the that's why versatility and variety is so you know important yeah. I, I was just doing a paper on it was like a 200 word paper on like uh somebody that uh somebody that's meaningful in pop popular culture and mm-hmm. like how people find meaning in things, whether it's music, song, uh, artist, or whatever. And I used Bad Bunny as an example mm-hmm. because I, f- I find him fascinating because here he it, here's an individual who's coming from an impoverished country, right? It's not very popular in music. And now he's sitting on top of the, the music charts, 14th most played in the world with like 50 million stream- monthly listeners. 
That, that's like the the stats from last week. Like, that's yeah. a, a decent. Yeah, right. And, Solid. <laughs> and the and the crazy thing is that it's not in English. Yeah. yeah. So so you know if it was in English, you're like okay, well this is going to get around the world because even people that don't speak English for their first language most likely speak it for their second. I mean that's yeah. pretty common, and if not their third. But this this guy speaking Spanish, you know, it's like a fusion of uh, what what is it? Uh, Puerto Rican Spanish slang, you know? Yeah, because it's hip hop. Yeah, but he has know? like some he has some English in there yeah, too. Yeah, like, though, but, yeah, yeah. But I think that goes to hit what he was saying. It's like a universal language, like right. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've if it if people like it, they're going to listen to it whether they know the words whether or not. they know, understand like, what he's literally saying. Literally downloading African singers. I have no yeah, clue what yeah. they're saying. I just love it so much. Yeah. you know mm. what I mean. So right, yeah. yeah. And so I just thought that was interesting because. The, the way that they're finding meaning in his music, in his artistry, is obviously respectful to that individual because they're going to find a different way to perceive his art or him. And it's yeah. going to really depend on their experience and their past history, how they perceive what he's doing. But I think it's inspiring because he's coming out of nothing to something. He's bringing music from south america to the states and worldwide to yeah. be 14th most played on spotify he's a fashion icon now yeah. and then and then he's kind of does things a little bit weird because he's doing reggaeton hip-hop uh merengue salsa and then infusing like hip-hop beats yeah you know so it's like but what, it could also like, be like that i think european countries are probably more like like, I feel like, you know, obviously, like, Amer- like when stuff is, like, Americanized, it kind of has a bad taste, like, mm-hmm. everywhere else in the world except for ourselves. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of, like, they're almost more willing to, like, bring that in than just, like, a normal... Like, I like I remember, like, um, it's a super pretentious story about my dad, but uh, he always <laughs> says it, but he talks about, like, getting, like, wine in France, and, mm-hmm. like, the guy didn't know English, but he knew Spanish. So my mm-hmm. dad spoke to him in Spanish, and that's how he, like, uh, got wine. Yeah. But it's, like, it's kind of funny that you think, like... I had family that went to Europe and they like, oh, they just like, they know you're American and they don't like it. I mean, so I feel like it's almost kind of like, maybe they might be more accepting of like other cultures that aren't so Americanized. See, but that's such a weird stigma though, because anywhere that I've gone in the world, I've never once been treated poorly um, for being American. Or It could be pretty recent though. What, what do you mean? Like when's the last time you went? I was in... Um, I mean, I went to, I mean, Cabo doesn't count. That's like, yeah, no. that's like, I, that's the, like California the, the, last time, the last time I went out of the country was in 2011. I would say America's probably gone down since then. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. But still, it's still, it still doesn't really change the fact that individually when I, like, no, I, I, I don't, I've never been treated poorly because I, I've been told like, you know, oh, when you go to this place, like, you know, they, they treat you like crap or whatever, but it's yeah. like, well, what, it, what did you do specifically to make them want to treat you like crap? You know, yeah, it's a little bit like, like okay, like okay, how are you acting out exactly, there? You exactly, know what I mean? Like, yeah. were you? Well, let's take responsibility for your actions now. Were you kind of being rude, or yeah. like, you know, like that's not fair to say that all French people treat Americans poorly. No, no, no yeah, right. Like, no, 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 I get that. I'm just you know? being like, I have heard like, yeah, there's like a stigma where it's like, if you go, they might, they might be giving you some side eye, right? But if you really go the extra mile to to work hard of presenting yourself as a very nice person, as a loving person. And as somebody that doesn't know the area, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they decide to be mean to you, then that's on them. You at least have kind of covered your case for I'm in a country that I don't know. You know, I'm American. Like, you know, I want to represent my country properly and correctly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So then you're clear. But there's a lot of Americans that ruined it for us, though, going over there. <laughs> yeah, honestly, probably. You know what I mean? Just knowing how Americans act. Yeah. That's sad. 
But I, I do, I definitely do think like I get what you're saying. Like I think the popularity of Bad Bunny too is like it's like it's not. A, I don't want to say it's like Americanized, but I definitely think like it's Hollywoodized for sure. <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's it's good definitely Hollywoodized. Right place, right time. But also, I mean, his management team, his marketing team. Because you got to think, Dude, like, he's yeah, he because he, that stuff's fantastic. Like, he gets. I see like commercials about him. Like, I always see him no matter what. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even listen to the guy that much. Yeah. He's on WWE. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's just he's 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 the Hispanic Drake, you know, or he's not Hispanic, yeah. but he's the Latin Drake, you know. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. But that's just. Part part of the, the the intriguing part about him is not so much his popularity. My fascination with it is that he's not English. He's not he's not American. It's not in English. You know, the music is not in English yeah. and he's that popular. That's mm-hmm. what kind of like is tips me over the top. Like he just played Coachella before the shutdown. That's cool. That's you know, sick. that somebody of speaking a completely different language is he- like playing the main stage at Coachella. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's fucking sick. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know, but that's where we're at. And I think that's pretty cool. Cause it, that I means that, cool, the, that I think that means yeah. that these African guys or that, uh, French rapper that you showed me the last time that oh, you were yeah. here, that just means that they have an opportunity to maybe play one of the coolest music festivals in America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What um, what do you think so far is your f- most favorite time as either a musician, whether it's performer or producer, or what was like a, a moment in your career thus far that was just super super cool? You like you, you're always going to hold that and cherish that memory. Yeah. The first thing that popped into my mind. Um... Must have been like 2014 or 2015. I had an opportunity to open for Vic Mensa and oh, this guy named Jameson. Nice. And uh, it was super cool. I played a played a really fun set. I played some like at the time I was really into like trap music and then some like bass house at the end. And the very last track I did was a was like a hip hop song I made. So I produced the track and I wrote the lyrics and I rapped it on stage. Oh, oh what? Yeah. yeah, it was one of the coolest. There's maybe like flow, dude. It was like maybe like five hundred thousand. It was like opening, so I was opening acts, maybe like five hundred, maybe a thousand people. Yeah, but bro, like uh, the feeling of being up there and yeah. like rapping something that yeah. I'm feeling in that moment yeah. over a track yeah. that I made. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that feeling right there was. Yeah, I got off there like I did like all all the stuff. Yeah. In the world, I was just like so amped. I was like, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't even explain it. It was, yeah. it was the coolest where was thing. That, where was that at? This was in uh, New Jersey. In New Jersey, yes, yeah. yeah, sick. Uh, so 2014. So you were what? 19, 18, Let's see, 20, 20, 20. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that's sick, dude. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool experience. You also played at um, Electric Forest. I did in yeah, Michigan. I did, yeah. So Electric Forest, for those that don't know, do you know what Electric Forest no. is? Oh, cool. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, those who don't know, hi, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Insomniac is a event company that does like uh, Beyond Wonderland, Nocturnal, uh, Escape, yep. mo- mo- most famously EDC. Right. Um, but they also do Electric Forest, which is in Michigan. MHP. MHP? Yeah. They, they put on it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, so they're a subsect of AEG. Oh, I thought this was uh, Insomniac the whole time. It's mm-hmm. not Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, so it's MH Madison House Presents. So they do... But it is in Michigan. I am thinking it is of the in right Michigan. Way. Yes, okay. correct. And it is in the woods. It is in the woods. It's in, uh, <laughs> I believe it's called Sherwood Forest. I think okay. so. It's this guy who owns this uh, massive forest that he just kind of put together. And uh, sick. That's kind of sick. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they had like fifty thousand people there. It's wild. And uh, yeah, it was just like big old festival, and uh, did a remix competition, and getting ended up getting some tickets, and uh, I played at the Silent Disco, and I had an opportunity to play at the Artist Pool. Which is kind of like the, there's a pool and like where all the artists and like, uh, kind of like VIP people hang out. They kick it. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really freaking cool. That and was, then you got like an artist pass too. So yeah, you got, got to like yeah, go yeah, like yeah. Back, backstage and kick yeah, it. Yeah, like whatever. Stuff. It's like artist pass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so cool. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I met so many people and artists that I really look up to and, uh, yeah, it really gave me a taste of being on the other side of festivals you know like yeah i would always be in the crowd kind of like yeah. ge like saving up money to yeah. scrape to go to like this fucking festival and yeah being on the other side was so different and so cool and yeah. uh definitely a, a part of the vision yeah of what i got going on right now for for uh moving forward in my career yeah so um those little moments and, and like give like the that they give you a taste of it are super important, huh? Because yeah. they just they continue to uh, give you hunger, mm-hmm. like you're hungry for that. It, again. it like yeah. solidifies the goal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like, it, like it makes it tangible. Yeah. You're like yeah. oh, like I could like I can I do see this. Yeah, I yeah. can do this. Yeah. I, I just yeah. did it. You yeah. know, like you're like dang, like that's awesome. So it's like to be able to do that all the time. You yeah, know, it's like okay, you know. So, so when you DJ those things, is it is it it's it like all original music or do you do like mix it up or yeah so i'll i'll mix it up so let's say so for example the silent disco there was two people and like i don't know if you've been to silent disco there's like different headphones and you can click through the different channels like there's two djs and you can kind of like go back and forth between which one you want to listen to gotcha i had no idea who the fuck was gonna be playing so i got there and i was like oh this dude's playing tear out dubstep so I was like, what can I play right now? So I started playing some like 70s funk and like <laughs> Brazilian jazz nice. and just like just vibing out and like just what I perceived as a complete opposite of tear out dubstep, you know? Right. And so I just kind of wung it in, in that sense. And uh, I don't think I played anything original in that set um, at the artist pool. I think I played a couple original tracks. I played uh, just some house music also like inspired of like South American kind of like a lot of like percussion, a lot of like okay. uh, guitar kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just uh, fun, fun pool mu- music. Um, moving forward, in this kind of, we're talking about like a wedding DJ, you're most likely not going to be no, playing original wedding. music, you know? Right. So I'm really figuring out like, what is it, like how are my performances going to be? And like, obviously it depends on set and setting and whatnot. Yeah. But like, what about last night? Like, did you play any original last night? Uh... Don't think I no. I don't okay. think I did. Yeah, I, do, I had an opportunity to, but I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, last night I didn't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, and, and sets like that 
particularly when I'm when I'm playing like six seven hours, you know, like I'll, I like to sprinkle well, just yeah. like yeah. stuff that I'm working on, just to kind of see like what kind of reactions yeah. you get and whatnot. I mean, it's good like sure. market test almost. You know what I mean? Right. Go it exactly, out there and yeah. see like okay, yeah, right. See a couple of people. But like it, playing so. at festivals, like if you're on like an actual stage, you know, like there's no one coming up. It's like hey, like play this. Right. No, know? it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's your it's your name too, so you kind of want your stuff out there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's loud. But I've never been to a festival before, so like I don't really know like the. Like the DJ side of it. Obviously, sure. I'm thinking like if you're going to see like Billie Eilish, she's playing her music, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like right. DJing, I feel like it's a kind of like a, a different kind mm-hmm. of way to do it, you know? And, and I think for me, the vision is to, yeah, possibly have it be a DJ set. But I want to, like I'm an instrumentalist too. Like I want to do live instrumentation. Like I want I want to rap more. Like I want to use yeah. my voice. Like I, like after the after that Vic Mensa show, I was like, I'm never doing this again. Like this is my peak. Like that's it. <laughs> But now, bro, like, I don't know, just for me and just something about using my voice is something extremely powerful for me that I'm scared of leaning into again that I know will be very powerful when I when I do utilize it. So I yeah. think that's for me is a landmark and something that I want to overcome and really utilize when I am performing, you know? So, yeah, I want to play instruments. I want to use my voice. I want to play yeah, like all original music or music that I really fuck with or other people that I fuck with. And uh, kind of like T, man, I, I truly believe in the healing capacity of music, you know, mm-hmm. like I, 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 I really do. And I want, my, I want my performances to be an expression of, of that and to music saved my life, bro. Like when I told you I came home and I hit that key on the piano when I was like 16, 17, it's, it saved my life. Like, Mm-hmm. I was in a very, very, very dark place, and it it saved my life. And I truly believe that, yeah, music has the capacity to do that. And I mean, you you can't make music be like, oh, I want my music to save lives, you know? Like, it's yeah. like but I, I I want my music to be genuine, and I want it to, to to be digestible. And yeah, you know, if 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 that happens, and if it helps people, that's 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 beautiful, you know. And, well, and they always say too, like as long as one person liked it right in mm-hmm. the crowd or as long as one person played yeah. the song or downloaded the song like you know the the cool thing about music is everybody has like such a different taste yeah uh you know we're working with uh alex who we're gonna probably get yeah. on here soon yeah but um it's fun because the the song that me and him are working on we send it out to like a bunch of people we're just getting a bunch of like feedback and stuff and and uh the outro was something that everybody had a difference of an opinion on yeah and so finally i said dude this is your song you need to decide what you like because we had people telling us that it was too long we had people telling us it was too crazy and out of nowhere we had people telling us it wasn't crazy enough we had people telling us it wasn't long enough and then we had people telling us like how to change it a little bit so that it could stay the same but just be different and so i said I told him, I was like, you know, you just had everybody tell you one different thing. So really at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's, it's you. your song. What do you want to do? Well, it's, like, it's like people pleasing. Like, why are you DJing? Do, yeah, you, you, exactly. Everyone's going to be different. And you want it to be, you know, liked by a majority of people. But at, at the end of the day, you yeah. know, like this is your brand. This is your thing. You need to be satisfied and happy with yeah. it. You know, like you don't want to be, you're in the, in, in the driver's seat of what gets put out into the world in terms of your content like your 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 art and so you know having that said i think it's just so cool that music specifically it could be perfect in your eyes but then to me it wouldn't be and then vice versa Mm -hmm. and so that's 
actually a freeing thing because just so long as you feel like satisfied in it and like good about it, right. somebody's going to agree with you. Yeah. And it might not be your favorite song, but it's going to be somebody's favorite song. And then your favorite song is not going to be that person's favorite song. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so crazy how often that happens, you know? Yeah. Well, I was going to say like what he said, like that, that word, like genuine, I think that's like really sticks out in music and you can tell who's genuine about their music. For sure. 100%. I feel like when someone's really genuine about what they're doing, like it makes it that much more like... It just makes it better to listen to. Like you, you might not even like it, but you can like appreciate it and respect right. it. Right. It's like, damn, like that dude is passionate. He's genuine. Like, like cool. Like, you know what I mean? You, you didn't, mm-hmm. you did what you wanted to do and uh-huh. whether it was liked or not, I, you can just appreciate somebody's passion or genuine, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what you were saying, like, yeah, m- some people might not like it and some people did like the thing, the, the party that I played yesterday, I, w- I was talking to the host and she was saying how, um, yeah, like when we're th- putting it together, there were so many people that were like 50-50 on whether they wanted to come or not. And then I told them that you were playing and everybody showed up. So people cool. came through from like San Diego, like LA, cool. like way inland. And I was like, fuck, like the last, awesome. last couple of weeks have been tough. Like I've been like kind of in the dumps, but like hearing that was like, fuck, you know, like. It's a little high. Yeah, maybe not everyone like likes my shit. Maybe I don't even like my shit all the time, but like uh-huh. having that. Maybe it's like in just like an ego stroke where it's like, yeah, people, people like you. Like, it's almost it's like okay. reassurance though. Just but like, yeah, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Like, cause I, yes. I think everybody does that. Like, yes. No matter what it is, like you, you're going to like shit on yourself. Like right. unless you're like some egotistical, like dude, like, yeah, I mean like we all, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like yeah. you're always going to be like, you know what? Like, damn, could I have done better? Could I, you know, but yeah. like a reassurance is like, all right, cool. Like it's a good, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't have to be like a cocky asshole, but like to be like that confidence of like, you know what? All right. Yeah. Like, you know, right. I can do this. Well, you know? we, yeah. we, I think we as humans naturally search for affirmation, Yeah, you know, like, did I do a good job? Yes. Did, did I do this correctly? Yes. Like, did, did does this sound good? Yes. Like, you know, just like, I, I remember, uh, I was, I was producing for, a, a uh, somebody that was playing the piano and it was funny because like every time like I would like look at him. He was like looking back at me to make sure like he was like playing. Like, okay. am I killing it? Like, like, <laughs> does this sound good to you? Like, does does this sound good? And I'm like, dude, like you don't like everything you're playing right now is yeah, amazing. you're rocking right like, now. <laughs> I'm in awe, you know, uh, Daniel Christoph. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah. you've met Daniel Christoph. You and him, I, that's why I like calling calling you uh, Chayu because yeah. I don't get them confused anymore because his name's Daniel. He's guy too. He's guy too, <laughs> yeah. dude. This guy's awesome. I want to get him on here too. He he plays the the piano, the drums, the bass. He sings. He can play the guitar. He, he he's just Beautiful. so he's, and he's just like good at everything. Yeah, you're just like how? Yeah, he's a beautiful person. <laughs> why? But yeah, he's just, you know, he's just always, you know, looking back and it's like, yeah, dude, you're doing a great job. Like, yeah, you, you just need that sometimes. Cause if yeah. you don't have that, it's like, like you're also an individual that has some needs too. Like you need to be able to, you know, find some satisfaction and happiness in what you're doing. And if you're making them feel good, that makes you feel good that they're feeling good. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that is. And when there, they're feeling good, you're feeling good too. You and know? there needs to be a balance, you know, cause for, sure. for me, like, yeah. unfortunately, I dislike how hard I resonate with that, you know, because like sometimes I'm like very self-conscious and like not certain of myself. And sometimes I lack confidence. And the journey for me in the last few years was really stepping into that part of myself and like being confident and like owning myself. And like, would you say that you've done a really good job of that? Maybe not. You're not there yet. But would you say that some of the steps, just for example, going to a school to hone Mm -hmm. in on your craft? You know, I think that's something that somebody who is serious about what they want to do with their life, that's a step towards one, getting a little bit 
better at what you're doing and also gaining a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and I think it's more than just like an exterior kind of thing. It's an internal thing more than anything. And sure. I think that internal confidence bleeds into every other aspect externally. Sure. And putting in the damn, damn work to try to level up and like be the best human that I can be. And like, for me, like I'm saying that balance, like for me, there was no balance. It was always people pleasing. It's always been, mm. Uh, self-deprecation it's always been am i good enough like that those kind of things and mm. these last few years i've been putting in the damn work to like <laughs> step out of that you know and yeah. step into this like new version of myself where there is a balance you know where i where, where i own my shit and i think uh, bit by bit like you know it, there's not gonna be one moment where i'm gonna be like oh yeah i'm like confident now or like right mm, like i yeah. love all parts of myself but you know that's uh bit by bit kind of what we're saying that there's like little glimpses of like the other side, if you will, where it's like, oh, okay. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. For, yeah, for the longest time, I was like doing all this fucking work and like journaling and like processing and shit. And I'm like meditating and my yoga practice. And it's like, damn, like, why the fuck am I doing this? I feel the same. I still want to do bad things to myself. And like, I still feel shitty about it. So like, what the fuck? But then like, yeah, like year and a half, two years later, like I just like hit this little point where it's like, oh, yeah edit you know because mm -hmm. it's not like uh, maybe it's like a cultural thing where we're just so used to instant gratification that like anything i do i want the results now like i want to yeah. i want to feel good now like what pills can i take like what fucking disassociation oh like i can fucking do drugs i can fucking watch porn masturbate i can like do this and that to kind of like change the way i'm feeling mm -hmm. and it's very very fucking difficult for me to consistently have habits and practices in place that I know will not give me the instant gratification in the moment, but I know will my future self will be happy and grateful and more evolved than where I am right now. Same with like working out, you know, like mm -hmm. go to the gym once. Yeah, you might be like a little sore after, but it's like, dude, I have a fucking shredded six pack. Dude, or, like, I, want, I want one push up, look like the rock. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. <laughs> that's what everyone wants, you know? And it's yeah. like, yeah, you gotta yeah, be just, willing to put in the work, like you're you gotta saying. be like proud of the process. <sighs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. definitely a process, and mm -hmm. like I think that's something that you'll eventually, I think, look back to. And it, like you're saying, you're you're doing it now. It's been like, damn, I did that. I did that. Like these are the steps I've done, and I'm putting in the hours. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's something that you'll definitely be proud of. You know? Yeah. And and what you're saying too, like it's good to have like little checkpoints or like other people to give like the little egos. Maybe not people, but like things or experiences to have that little ego stroke. It's like, yeah, you're doing good, or like, yeah. yeah. God or the universe is like, yeah, Keep going. you got this, you got this, bro. Or yeah. like, yeah, man. Like even like in my relationship, like, like there's times where like I've noticed patterns within myself and I'm like, dude, why the fuck does this keep on happening? You know? So it's like trying to figure out why it's happening. And now there's times where like I notice it coming up and I'm like, oh, wait a second. Go. I can not react to this right now. I can like understand what's happening and react and act accordingly and like differently, you know? So it's like. Yeah, once, once that frontal lobe develops for yeah, us, you know, it just really helps out. Yeah, after twenty five, yeah, you know, straight up, dude. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you, yeah. it's been yeah, it's been a wild ride. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm currently going through that um, whole thing of self gratification in the moment, like momentary pleasure, you know, mm -hmm. masturbation, drinking, weed, like mm -hmm. whatever that may be. Because I've I've been sober like. 17 days now mm -hmm. whatever i keep doing this challenge thing and yeah. i'm doing it again because now i got my dad on it mm -hmm. and so i'm going to do it again with him so that to. yeah yeah, like yeah. Culture, yeah. but it's just being being sober-minded and understanding that like oh like 
well, one, I waste a lot of time doing all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like I can be BSing myself and saying like, you know, I'm being productive. I got all my stuff done. I did all my homework and you know, this, you know, this is not going to be so bad, but, sure. but the, the, the way that I feel the next day, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm slow the way that I feel at night, you know, to go to bed, I'm slow. And then all mm-hmm. the stuff that I wanted to get to, it just, I didn't get to it, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, was that momentary, um, satisfaction in whatever it was that I was doing was like you were saying, was that worth it? Yeah. Because you, but you could have gotten all this other stuff done and mm-hmm. it would have been better for you in the long term. Yeah. And that's up totally to the discernment of the individual, right. like whether they feel like it was like worth the time and effort. Or, right. And I just feel like at my, where I'm at now, I'm starting to refute it. Like, mm-hmm. well, no, it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know? And so like, kind of like you're saying, like I can now act on it and just know that I'm doing exactly what I, probably shouldn't do and that I wouldn't want to do yeah. or I can just you know be stronger now knowing the full context of what's going to happen after this or whatever yeah and um being able to not do it yeah you know for me something that really helped was 2020 I was sober the whole entire year that's crazy yeah, I picked the I wrong year to do it I'll tell you that <laughs> no you didn't I picked the yeah you're yeah, right I no, picked you the didn't. best yeah, year you picked the yeah. best <laughs> year to do it yeah and I'll I'll tell you bro like yeah, no smoking, no drinking, no tobacco. I for you. drank coffee occasionally, but man, it just made me so aware of how often I want to disassociate and how quickly I jump to things to yeah. not feel the way I'm feeling. And yeah. whether, yeah, like we're talking about, I'll, I'll add uh, social media to, to our to our present list yes. of dissociations. And yeah, that shit is real, bro. But yeah, it was a uh, very powerful to tap in deeper into myself and see what it is that I'm running from and why and mm-hmm. how can I sit with that better mm-hmm. and uh yeah I mean res- respect to you for for going on that journey and uh, I mean like I'll 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 like I, I've been smoking now and like uh I'll drink maybe like once a month or something like that if, yeah. if I just like a beer or two but yeah you know it's uh but 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 even then every time I do it's like why am I doing this mm-hmm. you know and, and it just really brings me back to it's like the intention and like reasoning of why I do it. And it's right. not always good. You know, sometimes like I feel really shitty and I want to disassociate right now. And right. like, yeah, it's good, bad, right or wrong, whatever. And, and and for me, I think the the progress is like, I'm being real with myself, you know, and like I, I can respect where I'm at and I'm not going to be mean to myself about it. You know, like I'm not going to put myself down because that's only going to perpetuate this downward spiral of yeah. whatever, you know, and just like, you know, like it's lean into it. And like, that's okay. I'm not saying you should go use drugs because you feel shitty but it's uh you know it's to each his own and i i think it's cool to you know to just to like have a platform like this where we can discuss like you know just real shit that we're going through to right. to like help each other out and remind like other people like yeah. you know if you're going through the same thing like you're not alone yeah i was gonna say you're not like, the only one dude yeah, like right. you know what i mean there's definitely people listening to this podcast that are probably feeling the same way yeah right you know yeah. especially the age we're at right now it's like i feel like that this age like like not like the time of, of like the century, like literally like our like age of like being like this, like later twenties. It's like, <clears throat> it's a lot of like self-discovery. Like, okay, what am I actually kind of believing? What am I actually kind of mm-hmm. doing? Like, okay, I'm kind of like kind of getting to that point where I'm kind of growing up now. And like, I feel like that it's kind of like a self-discovery age. You know? and, and I think that also is tied in with the time period age as well, because it may be like a hundred years ago, we didn't have all these other things to kind of like distract us from ourselves, you True. know, where like, you'd have to like grow up quote unquote at like 16, 17, yeah. like mm-hmm. people would have families, kids in that like early twenties, you know, like 18, yeah. 19. So it's like, yeah, yeah, maybe those two are interconnected, which is interesting because like, is, is that 
like, I hate to sound like that guy, but like, is that planned? Like, is that, is that intentional? Like, is, is that where our world is going to where we can not know who we truly are? Like shit, like maybe in 50 years, you could be 45 and just be in this place right now. Yeah. Like figuring out who the fuck you are and like why you're doing anything that you're doing. It's, it's the, it's the distractions, the <clears throat> like not being content, like all that mm-hmm. stuff will lead to that for sure. So I think like having those times where you're like, Hey, I'm sober. Like I'm taking a break from social media, like mm-hmm. really kind of like, or just like having those like introspective, like times like you kind of need that you Mm kind of need those like alone times to really like kind of find out like who you're going to be yeah because if not you can distract yourself every day all day Mm -hmm. netflix phone whatever you want yeah and you'll never find it you know yeah i've i've been they they got me bro (laughs) they've got me these last couple months i've just been so sucked in with all the shit and i i really feel called to some alone time with myself right now and uh yeah I, i i i feel called to yeah whether it's just going in the woods in the mountains by myself for a few days or or taking in some plant medicine or just uh getting back to daily meditation practice in a journey i don't know like I, maybe it's a combination of all three but just talking about it is like yeah yeah i, I need to yeah. i'm I there feel, too dude that, i feel like <clears throat> what i you know everybody's on their own life journey and everybody's doing what they're doing and i feel like the where i'm at individually is like you know so because i'm I'm on this new level up kind of deal with, you know, my Christianity and stuff. And I'm like on that, that whole like appreciation of God's creation. Like that's just been my, like my biggest thing. So it allows me to appreciate like all of the, like the struggles that I've gone through too, because it allows me to put it in perspective. Um, Like I was just in Idaho and when we went to, when we went to Seattle, this is, this is what happened, but Idaho, it just happened like even more so the clouds are so cool over there, dude. Like they're low and they move and they change shapes and they have like shadows that cast off of them based off the light and showers will come and it'll just rain randomly. And you're just like, wow, this is so cool. And you know, you just don't get that over here. You know, the, the clouds yeah. suck and we got all this CO2 yeah, you're just smog and it's just smog. LA. And you know, it's like, oh, this could be so beautiful, but it's just, you know, and I just, you know, really developed like a, a appreciation for clouds while I was over there. Mm. Um, and so I just kind of like you were saying, you know, that disconnect from, from, from society a little bit. I just feel like, you, I think that's like ingrained and in, needed. In, yeah. Because it's, it's hard for you to appreciate what's out there if you don't engulf yourself with it. Yeah, no, you know? I, I think it's both a taking away from like the society and the distractions associations, but also it's like you're taking something away, what are you going to fill it with? Right. And that filling with is the knowing that we are a part of everything. We are, that's cliche, like we're fucking stardust, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, d- depending on like what you believe or right. X, Y, and Z, but my belief is that I'm a part of this table and you and like i like god i feel like that's a christian where you you see god in everything whether it's just humans or animals trees clouds like whatever it is you know and it's like (sighs) yeah um it's just all intertwined you know when you look mm -hmm. at it that way and i think for me and i think just what i would hope even if depending on their their belief or whatever that the the being able to see culture in our little societies, understanding that there's more outside of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we get so consumed with what's going on over here, you know, and especially again, we're in America, we're in Hollywood. Like we get, yeah. <laughs> we're at the, the hub. The distraction culture of the world. Everybody wants to 
um, seem rich and everybody yeah. wants to be successful and and they uh, they kind of lose sight of everything and they forget to be a nice person. Yeah. Like we are <laughs> a part of, not a part from, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 100%. Like a, I don't know if quote that's... that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's like capitalism or whatever, but it's just like, I feel like... You just need to step on whoever you need to step on to get where you want to be. Like I don't know, uh, I don't know exactly where that where that comes from in our Climb society. Climb the ladder type deal. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Beat, beat down the nail that sticks out. And uh, I think it comes. I think it comes from a well. If I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. So I'd mm-hmm. rather do it. Mm-hmm. Or like if somebody if if I don't take it, somebody else is going to take mm-hmm. it. So I'd mm-hmm. rather be the one to take it. And that feels like a very aggressive, aggressive, <laughs> but also I don't want to say primal. But somewhat primal, but not in the I, yeah. sense. It, it just feels like like a scarcity mindset, where yeah. it's like there's not enough for everyone. Where yeah. it's like, man, like as humans, like as a species, we've already established like we like our like dominance, quote unquote, or like our ability to survive. Like right. we're not yeah. in survival of the fittest anymore. Yeah. Like we no, don't, no, no, need, no, we don't no. need to do that anymore. <laughs> no. like, yeah, like when's the last time you actually had to go survive? Like, bro, like, yeah. I know. Dude, I go to Ralph's and buy whatever the fuck I need. Yeah. I just you know? saw an ad for a, you know, one of those master classes. You see yeah. those master classes? Yeah. Have you seen the master class for survival in, in the... No. Yeah. <laughs> Man's spending $90 on a video to bro, go, to, to go tell you how to survive. It's this late, I don't know her name, but it's this lady who is like a survival tactic person for like the Navy or the military or something like that. That's like her career is mm. to train people how to survive if they get in a rut or if they get lost from camp or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And she like gives you like a very minimal like kit to start off with. And it's like you can survive off this whole thing. Join my ninety day or join my yeah. master class. I'm like, yo, like that's kind of cool. I was gonna say Loki cool. though. Like, yeah. if I get put in the, yeah, like, the yeah, forest, yeah, I'm yeah, done, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest, bro. I'm like, this berry looks good. I'm yeah. dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm Devin, not surviving. Yeah. Devin super tramp. Is yeah. that his name? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surviving. So I get it. It's it's crazy the techniques and the skills that as as generations kind of go on you know like our parents as parents like we're really good with their hands and like fixing things mm-hmm. and like you know mickey mousing stuff and building houses and yeah. all this kind of stuff and then our kids or our generation right now is very technologically advanced Making filters for instagram yes yeah. right but just yeah, I, I do not have internet. the hands of a of a work working man these, <laughs> these are not i'm not building i, nothing. I feel <laughs> like i have the capability to right but i just don't i don't have any practice to like, you know, and you see, I think this comes back to our previous conversation about having the balance and about having the, the, the roots of like the culture, like these our tribal ancestry, like our ancestors, like that is where we came from, you know? Yeah. And I, th- I, I genuinely believe that it would do everybody good to maybe do that masterclass, you know, or yeah. go out with a guide into the wilderness for like a week and yeah. like survive yeah. and like learn. Build a shelter or something like <laughs> Build that. Build a yeah. shelter. Like legit, yeah. like yeah. that's definitely stuff like, I mean like very monoscope, like you and me, like we're like building this room and uh-huh. like, it's like stuff like I, I haven't done stuff like that in a long time, you know, yeah. like it's like good to like hone in on those skills or learn those skills yeah. or something like that. Right. Or even like more recently, like in like a f- maybe like the 50, not just the 50s, but you know, like when people buy cars, like they would come with manuals like of how to fix like the different parts of the car so you can like actually do it yourself mm. like get your hands dirty now it's like don't drink the fucking coolant yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. What? yeah no that's true well it's just that again it's like how is our it's it, it it it's how is our society set up for people to 
grow, right? So like you can take the example of like our school systems, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're not told in high school ways of, um, of wealth growth, health growth, and doing what you want to do in life. Like it's spiritual growth. Yeah. yeah, I would like to add. Yeah. 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 Like it's not about that in school. It's a, where are you going to go to college? Where are you going to get your degree? And you got to go to college and you got to get your degree no matter what the price is. And you're going to get in debt and you got to do this in order to get a, like, you know what I'm saying? And there's no, there's just no setup for success without being in any debt. And that's the way our school system is for us, you know, like that. So are, is our society setting us up for success for the best, the way the individual is, or is it to generalize everybody in a pocket and basically say, well, most people, you know, should go this route. And so let's have everybody it just, do it. School just sets you up to put you on the hamster wheel. Right. I was about it, to say, yeah, yeah it, it almost yeah. sounds like a dissatisfaction of like where you're at right now. There's, yeah. it's always like the next biggest thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And I, I, I don't know if there's like a specific target of, or group of people that, that can fall into that but just from from my experience like being in like the service industry and like working in restaurants and stuff you know like we're not making a lot of money there like you know like no chopping veggies and doing whatever but these are generally the people who like go out and buy the latest iphone or like wait in line for those brand new shoes you know and it's like well we live in a consumer culture you know? Is that what what that's driving? Because like it's like yeah, like I hate my job, but if I have this car, these shoes, this phone, it'll make me this give me this temporarily spike of dopamine where I will be like okay with what I'm doing, and then it's like oh, then I need to get this promotion to do this and this and this and that, and it's just like I don't know for for, for me like the biggest thing in the last few weeks that's been getting in, in in my head and my heart is like I don't feel like I'm living the way I want to be living. And I'm not existing every day the way that I want to exist. And it's like, why? Mm. And I think everything that we've talked about in these last X amount of time, I I feel like that all contributes to it. And, and, you know, I was saying like, take things away and like add things in, like, what can I take in? And it's just like, I'm, I'm searching and I want this so bad, like so bad, but I don't know what it is I'm looking for. And I don't know what it is that I, that I'm seeking. And man, it's, and I know I'm not the only one. I just feel like, yeah. Well, there's definitely like, it's, it's interesting, like the, cause I, you know, you guys are creatives and I think people who like, are or at least like intellectual, like they have those kind of thoughts, but I think there's people who just like are okay with the rat race, like, okay sure. with the usual, like they, they're actually comfortable in the like conformity and like the, yeah. the cyclical, like mm. things, you know what I mean? Like, right. I think people are okay sure. with that. Well, that was, that was one of the, <clears throat> the things that I had to really catch myself on mm-hmm. was that. Oh, there's um, not that much left, bro. Finish it. Finish it. Um. That's one of the things that I had to catch myself on with understanding that not everybody is me. Like not not everybody has my drive. Not yes. everybody has my passions. Not everybody has my skills. Not everybody wants to do what I want to do, yeah. right? And so, for example, um, I remember back um, at an old job there was somebody who was just kind of going through the motions. They they were going to school. They didn't know what they wanted to do and, you know, whatever. And you can just say my name, dude. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just like, you know, like, well, you know, do what you want to do. Like, don't go for money. Like, if money wasn't an option and if, if you could just get paid to do what you wanted to do, you know, what would that be? And they're just, I don't know. 
That's, and, that's and, the hard thing is so, like some people just don't know what they want to do. And it's because not everybody, like you said, is thinking that way. Yeah, because nobody, not everybody, because yeah. not everybody has the mind to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Not everybody is creative. Not everybody is a, a man born in, you know, the States, you know, not, I mean, there's so many different variables that create my u- uniqueness of who I am. So mm-hmm. to think that other people would think like me, it was just this like moment of, oh, like, I can't get mad or upset or impatient for the, why people don't think the mm-hmm. way that I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's yeah. just, uh, and I can want the best for these people, right? Like it, it has nothing to do with what I want for this individual, but it just has to be this understanding of, you know what, you could be a good example and you could be, you know, supportive or whatever. But like at the end of the day, unless they want to do this thing, then They're it's not just not going to yeah. do it. I feel so guilty of that. I feel like a lot of the time I just get caught up in that and it's just like, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's just yeah. not the way it works like i was talking to my brother my little brother a couple years ago and i it was like one of the first and maybe only times i kind of like got a little deeper with him it's like so like yeah like well like you know how's life like yeah. you, like how are you feeling like how is your how is your existence in your human body you know and he's just like yeah like it's fine i was like do you have any like any goals plans visions dreams ambitions and he's like you know i just want to make make some money like have a family have a wife have some kids and just exist i'm like yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> what yeah. dude yeah. You're, yeah. you're 18 like yeah. what are you talking about right yeah and that's just like yeah it goes to show you know like we're all different humans we're all wired a little differently and you know it's like my brother too like but his more on like the i don't really see any pleasure in anything so mm-hmm. i'm like how is it fine yeah like he like hates it it's like there's mm-hmm. nothing going you know it's like so hard for him to try to find something that like, he's into so mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's almost like on the op like that's like almost like yeah i'm cool with like all this stuff and he's like my brother's on the other side he's like i hate it all yeah so he's, like doesn't want to do anything so it's yeah. like it's mm-hmm. tough it's like talk to him like that it's like damn like i want to you know, yeah because like, there's no motivation yeah because yeah. there's no motivation for anything there yeah. but yeah if, if i could ask like so you're talking about like kind of where you were like mentally right now like do you think that because i want to like obviously we want to boost up like your new ep and stuff like that do you think that like goes <laughs> into it like into like you know you're on this mood board you guys are talking about mm-hmm. like you think like you kind of channel those like emotions into the like a ep that's a little bit more mm-hmm. like not as upbeat no um i wouldn't say so um so we started this project back in uh i think it was september of last year okay so it, it's been a while um uh yeah i guess there's two different things where it's like that was kind of just channeled of like yeah the mood of of of, of what was going on uh current music i've been making yeah definitely a lot heavier a lot okay more difficult to digest yeah and uh yeah and it's just uh i don't know i've I've always had like a like a soft spot in my heart if you will or like a guilty pleasure probably not the best term for like just bass music like raw aggressive yeah. like loud sounds and mm-hmm. like stuff like that and uh yeah i've been exploring in that and that 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 kind of realm just like Wook music, quote unquote, you know. So I've been oh, really yeah. Wook music. Yeah, it's, that? it's like a it's like a festival slang. So festival title for somebody that attends like a non mainstream like festival. Okay, and it tends to be with the experimental bass kind of like, I guess experimental bass, but also like very like like raw minimalistic house music too okay so like there's a record label by the name of like dirty bird i feel like you'd find some wooks there i feel like that you'd find some wooks there okay because not dirty bird the label but their their sure. festival that they put on yeah they get wookie kind of yeah. artists or like uh uns festival that lauren went to mm-hmm. which is like in the middle of nowhere like up north and like you would just camp 
yeah. then you could walk to the festival and like it was raining and it was dirt and like people just you know yeah, it's just this, it's, so it's all like experimental kind of stuff yeah like, the yeah. stigma is like you don't shower have dreads like <laughs> yeah, love, gotcha. like yeah. big pashminas like barefoot kind of like yeah okay it's like the modern hippie i guess yeah. you know a lot of fur a lot of like something like that yeah like if you were tripping you'd want to be able to go touch the person you know what i'm saying gotcha yeah, yeah you want to be t- like touchable and presentable <laughs> for, for for anybody that sees you walking by that's a great way to say it yeah so this is kind of like what you're channeling in right now yeah yeah that's that's yeah that's definitely a part of it um, well and this was a school project too yeah so i think yeah. it was probably oh, this one was this one was is this where you met hannibal correct too? okay yeah so i yeah. feel like any school project <laughs> i think it's cool that you guys were able to release it because i did a couple of school projects that they were just for school, didn't even, didn't put them out or anything like that. So I thought it was cool that you guys finalized right. it and, and I think and like, put why it not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. how it started. And we were both like, yeah, this is cool. Like we, we were both stoked on it because I think it was a cool mixture of both of our styles and yeah. like, we're both pretty laid back people and just the, it was like an effortless creation process. And we were just like, yeah, this sounds good. And why not share it? You know? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking a little about earlier for me, I'm on this vibe of like, I've, in the past i would be like perfectionist like oh like it's not good enough like need us and i would sit on music for years and like end up never finishing it never releasing it now i'm like something's fresh comes up and just like streamlining my process of like idea arrangement sprinkles fun little salt on the top mixing mastering put it out yeah marketing like whatever needs to get done and then move on because like now i'm like stagnancy is death to me yeah like I need fresh. I need movement. Well, I and, sorry, I just to interrupt. I feel like I feel like the more and more you like are like going over something, like the more and more you like you look at it and you're like keep breaking it down. It's it's good. you're just gonna sit there in that circle of like of like man, it's not good. It's not good. I gotta keep yeah. going. And I feel like you're just gonna. And after the 367th time of listening to the same song, I'm gonna fucking hate it. Yeah, right. And I'm like <laughs> everyone else is gonna fucking hate it too. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah. You you're your own worst critic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And yeah. it, and especially with especially with music as it's changing, you know, you're getting better with your tools, you're getting better with your creativity, you know, you're, you're faster, you're efficient. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like to be sitting on something for so long when you could be doing something else, you know, it's like, like present exactly now. like exactly. what's alive in me like i want to get exactly. that out yeah. there, you know exactly. and, and like, you're still focusing on stuff in the back you're yeah. like that's not even me anymore no like exactly right. yeah yeah i think that's good yeah like like stagnancy like you want to like get that stuff out like someone's gonna like it you know yeah. what i mean like get it out you know what i mean that's still you right you it's kind of what we're saying too like not everyone's gonna like it not yeah. everyone's gonna fuck with it and that's yeah. totally fine and like i can't but the, the the core of it is like i can't do that like i mm. can't judge myself like i mean from the christian sense like only god could judge me you know like yeah. i don't give a fuck what these people think i shouldn't even give a fuck i mean i should care about it because like i want it to be like yeah. genuine and like not inspire like death murder yeah. and like killing <laughs> yeah. other people you right. know yeah but yeah man and I, and I think that's kind of the vibe that i'm on where it's like i'm i'm i don't i, I want to rewire these patterns because yeah. like it, it's more than just music where i feel like the stagnancy and i got a job at a coffee shop and it just if to me it feels like i'm just like repeating this pattern where i'm just like fuck like i'm back here again and like what the fuck am I doing? You can't look and at like, it that way, though. No, you're absolutely yeah, right. And you, you can't know, look at it that and, way. And that's kind of what we're saying about like benchmarks. You know, like yeah. kind of what I was saying earlier. It's like, like, oh, I meditate every day for a year. Like, when the fuck am I going to see the benefits of meditation? Like, same thing. It's like, dude, I've been music making music for ten years. And like, should I get defeated and like pissed off that I'm working at a coffee shop again? You know, if that comes up, that's okay. Like, I need to honor that. But is that like 
the whole entire truth? Like probably not. Cause like I'm a better producer than I was like mm-hmm. even a year ago. Yeah. Like I'm a better songwriter. I'm a better at arranging. I'm betting at mixing and mastering. Like I'm s- just overall a better human in every aspect than I was even six months ago, you know? And like it, it is defeating to yeah. be externally in 3d land to feel like I'm in the same spot again, but but again, knowing you, I'm, but I'm you, not. you only feel like you're in the same spot again because you've worked at a coffee shop before and yeah. now you're working at a coffee shop again. I think it's just in general, just like working for 12, 14 bucks an hour where right. I'm like, I, but, well, ag- but, but again, perspectively though, so you're working, let's say $14 an hour at a coffee shop, like whatever. There's people that are getting paid better than you that went to school earlier that, mm-hmm have their life together that hate what they do, but they make more money. Sure. And so in your situation, the cool thing is, you know, when you, when you decide to do something creatively, it's harder. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just naturally going to be, you decided to go for the hardest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. A musician. Yeah. A producer, a mixing mastering engineer. Uh You decided to go for something that is really, really hard to, to not even, not even get famous in just, get have a good paying job right so can't pay my bills exactly exactly so so the fact that you are back at a coffee shop but you are doing these things now and the fact that you notice it i would say is part of the growth if you were not if you were content with it that would be scary that's the difference Mm. but the fact that you're like you know what i'm here temporarily and i don't like it but i know that this is temporary Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that i thank god for uh, that, that's what's changed my um, attitude. Mm-hmm. So if I if I get impatient or if I get angry or if I get you know frustrated or whatever, um, especially at work, um, I just in my head I just you know thank God, thank you that this is uh, temporary. temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you God that this is temporary, and Dude. thank you that this is going to be something that uh, changes my character and 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 helps my character because I know I'm going to look back on it in a couple of years and I'm going to be thankful for this frustration. Yeah. That's, no, that's honestly, the, that's the way like, I look at it. The content thing, like recently I've had that where I'm like, you know what, I'm, I've been dissatisfied, but it's like, I'm using that as like a motivator now. It's like, yeah. I got, I, cause right now I'm at an internship, I'm about to graduate. It's like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm, boy. yeah hell yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Boy. Like I'm using this Eight as like, years later. <laughs> no, about time, yeah. but like I'm, I'm using that as motivated. Like, you know what? I hate this job and like, I could get down about it, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? I'm just going to use this as motivation. So when I, I'm right, going to go that up. much harder at yeah. school yeah. or my internship, cause it's like, you know what? Like. I'm ready to leave. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's, it's the motivation to be like, it's you know time. what? I'm ready to leave. Like, yeah, it's cool. Time. Resonate. I've never had this fire in me before. And like, I feel this fucking fire. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to fucking go. Like, yeah. 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 this last like six months, I've just been like, yeah. Like, it's tough, dude. I mean, it'll break you down. You know? it, it's, yeah. it's always, you guys got to go back to like, okay, but you know, this isn't it. You know what yeah. I mean? This isn't it. And there's, for some people, it is it. Yeah. And it's almost like, damn, like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know? And every day, this this struggle itself is to get myself up out of bed, do the dang thing, and like still do the things that I know I need to do to take care of myself. You know, yeah. like have my yoga practice, work out, like make music, like take care of myself and do these things. And it's like whether I want to or not, like I know, like I know, like six months from now, like my future self is going to be stoked that I'm doing it, whether I want to get hit by a bus or not. Right yeah. now, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it's like. Well, I think it's yeah. I think it's inspiring anytime somebody decides to do something hard you know what i'm saying like anytime an individual decides to do something hard um i think it's super inspiring because it just lets you know that if you're struggling with wanting to do something hard um you can pull from the inspiration of others you know what i'm saying and so when i 
talk with you, when I talk with Lauren, when I talk with Alex, when, you know, I see people working, doing their stuff, it, it's just so inspiring because I know you guys are going through exactly what I'm going through in your own way and in, in my own way. Yeah. Um, and I so mean, I dude, like watching you, like how much I, cause I know I've obviously worked with you. I don't just met, you know, just met you, but like, like seeing him like grind, like dude, every day, like it like was motivating for me. Yes. You know what I mean? To be like, damn, yeah. like I should be doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like same thing with my girlfriend, dude. My girlfriend's like one of the, like the yeah, she's tight. hardest working people like, I've yeah. ever met. Yeah. And like the fact that she like does this, like, it's like, damn, like, like, why not me? Like, not in like mm-hmm. offense, not in like the sense of like, oh, if they could do it, I could do it. It's more of like sure. a. Damn, like they put in the work. Like I want to put in the work. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you've been motivating, dude. Yeah. So like I, I want to second that, Austin. Like there's a handful of people <laughs> in my life who like every time I have a conversation with or, or, or I spend time with, like it's truly inspiring and motivating. And I just want to like mm. tell you that I love you and I respect you. And like Thanks, you're, you're fucking doing great, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Inspiring. Yeah, right back at you. Inspiring. Yeah. Inspiring. Hey, this yeah. is what it's about. You know, this is, I think it's so cool that you know through different channels of networking and life you know that we've been able to develop this sense of community because what i was what i was uh, longing for when i was in school doing audio engineering stuff was having people to help me and motivate me and inspire mm-hmm. me and kind of grandfather me you know help me with this kind of stuff and so and i feel like <clears throat> For, for for God's purpose, I missed my mark on becoming the touring artist that I wanted to, to be in a good way because I've, even with this uh, rebranding of this podcast and, and things like that, I've really come to, to figure out that I don't want to be um, like famous. I don't want to mm. be a superstar. I don't want to be a touring. I, I really like doing the background stuff and being the helper, you know, mm-hmm. and being the manager and being, you know, the, the one that gets to see the other people like get the, the glory, the, the shine, you know what I'm saying? And, and just being a little bit a part of that is, is satisfying to me enough. And so I feel like because that's what I lacked when I was going through like me trying to be an artist, I know exactly what other people need because I wish I would have had that. Mm. So when I think about you, when I think about Lauren and Alex and any, anybody that I work with, um, the goal now is just to, what, what can I do to help you? You know, what can I do to like help and I think that's what the whole podcast thing is about yeah. now, now um, especially with, with the, 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 the guests and the interviews and all that kind of stuff. We've just been talking nonstop about ourselves and other people. And, yeah. and it's like, mm-hmm. well, what, like we know people that are doing like cool stuff. Like let's talk about yeah, it. You that's know, always been the goal. You know it's I mean? been the goal. Obviously it's, there was COVID and stuff, but we always were like, yeah. let's just get interesting people in here. Let's yeah, just yeah. talk. Yeah. You know I mean, let's just do yeah. it. Like obviously, you know, boost up whatever we need to like, you know, whatever, like you guys got going on, but also like just get them in a room. Like let's yeah. get different perspectives from people, True. you know? Yeah. So, well, cause yeah. I think what we're lacking here in, in kind of like what we were talking about in our, in our cultures and in our society is that there's such a difference in opinion that people don't like to coexist with one another. Like, mm-hmm. I don't agree with you on this. So I can't, I can't be in target with you or mm-hmm. I don't agree with you on this. So I can't open the door for you or yeah. like whatever. It's like, and this is a perfect example of like us not agreeing on a lot of things, but mm-hmm. we still love each other and we're still super supportive of one another yeah. and we can be in the same room and share coffee and, and interact with one another and live mm-hmm. in harmony with one another. Yeah. And I, I think that's what we're lacking, um, in our, in our society right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it feels so much like the us and them kind of thing. Yeah, like, especially with like fucking. And you're scared to like say anything. I f- I'm I'm scared to say yeah. anything yeah. anymore because yeah. I because 
Dude, I mean, and this is probably for the better because I would just say whatever I wanted back in the day and not really think about the repercussions. But I grew up in high school with a bunch of guys that just said whatever they want. Hockey, yeah. you know, hockey <laughs> locker room, you know, you just say whatever you want. Yeah. The, the most outrageous thing is the funniest thing. Disgusting and, place. <laughs> and yeah. And I was an insecure one. I was yeah. never the popular hockey guy. Mm-hmm. I was always listening to the popular guys and laughing at them because they were just so funny Mm -hmm. so that's where like my sense of humor and and you know my my filter in my potty mouth is from you know Mm -hmm. and so i'm i'm coming from that and so now it's a good thing that i fear for what i say because i just wouldn't think about how i was being in like influential in other people's thoughts and Mm -hmm. feelings and you know that kind of stuff and you've called me out like on twitter and stuff you know and so that's why I feel like it's cool for me to like come in here now and change the way that I'm, you know, representing myself, but right. still being able to t- continue on with this podcast. We right. took a little bit of a break. I don't know if mm. you knew that. Mm-mm. Just yeah, a little, we, couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, a couple. Mm. It's yeah, it's been like three weeks. Yeah, um, no, you did mention. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, just going through changes, life changes, and stuff like that for mm. for me personally. Yeah, and so and we're, we, well, we were also grinding forty five weeks straight, dude. So yeah. we're like, yeah. you know, what, through COVID, it, yeah, through we both had like, we both had busy weeks. We're like, you know, what, it's actually a good time to like, let's take a break, mm-hmm. breathe. You know what I mean? Come back and we'll yeah. keep grinding on the shit, you know? Yeah. So. yeah. And repurpose it. You yeah. know, I think we kind of got, again, the whole growth aspect of it started to seem a little bit stagnant, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And now I feel like where we're at without COVID and being able to have people come in here now and yeah, we got a coffee it. table. Yeah. To hold coffee. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> coffee. Dude, we didn't have one, bro. It was just, it was, it was a lot harder. We had a little, uh, the little TV tray. Yeah. In, in the middle and stuff. So this is, this is definitely <laughs> This nice. is my centerpiece. It was cute yeah. and it was humbling, you yeah. know? And we, anytime we would go through, uh, like, uh, te- uh, technical difficulties, this dude was so positive. Just, it's, it's good that it's happening now. It's just, it's good that it's happening now. Yeah, and I'm like, Charlie, I don't need to hear Say it. Say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's all good. It's all process. These poor guys come in happy go lucky and I'm just stressed out of my mind. <laughs> to be fair, he like I have no like like knowledge of this stuff. Yeah, if you just so wanted like, to help, you had no idea. What to and do. I'm like, I, yeah, that button looks good. You know, like I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. You yeah, know, yeah. you want me to hold hold the light? Okay. You know, like when you're working, when you're working on a car with your dad, you just like hold the flashlight. Yeah. You know, and you're like, yes, sir. Kind of, you know. Yeah. Get the get the Phillips. No, that's a screwdriver. Yeah. Or yeah. Go inside. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Never dad. mind. Never mind. Yeah. Get your get your sister. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fork, son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about being a man later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, this is a good spot. I think to end this off, I think that I would like to just say you are inspiring to people who maybe not, they might not know what they want to do in life, but they like doing something and it goes against the grain. And I feel like for you, you know, being good at one thing in your life and then having this life changing impact and then having to recalibrate and refigure out what you know repurpose yourself and your your tat or your uh your skills and your passions and everything to get to the point to where you're at today and then it's going to be really cool to see where you're at in 10 years and in 20 years because that's probably going to just continue to happen mm-hmm. um i think it's super inspiring that um you're going for it mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly what it is and the thing is it's like 
not to sound like an egotistical asshole, but <laughs> I know that anything that I do, like I, I pick things up quickly. I can do just about anything. I've worked construction, coffee, restaurants, like mm-hmm. person, like anything, like computer stuff, music. Yeah. But it's like my, what my vision and my goal is, is what can I give back to community? What can I do to my community to help and lift up my community to help bring each other together, to spread love, to spread peace, positivity, compassion, coexistence. So mm. music just was a thing that I was good at and that I love yeah. doing. So and like, I'm like, I'm still doing it. So now I think ultimately it will be, how can I use this platform of music to spread love, to spread peace, positivity, joy, compassion, peace, coexistence. And right. I'm, I'm on it and I ain't going to stop anytime soon. So, yeah. you know, if, if you're out there and like, you're looking for something to do, you know, like, it, maybe it's not all about you, you know, like there's right. other people and we're just trying to do this dang thing together. So we need to lift each other up and support and uh, be there for each other. So I think yeah, that's thank a beautiful you. perspective yeah. to have, yeah. you know, because so many of us, I think, get caught up in the sauce. Like we, we and we're just so consumed with what we got going on and I got to go to work. I got to, I got to get, I have a test and I got to get gas and, you know, I got to go see my girlfriend and I got to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's just me, 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 you know, and mm-hmm. you don't think about, you know, the lives that you're impacting through what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I think the fact that you have that centered, you know, that's if you're always coming back to that, you know, if you get kind of get lost in the sauce, but you're always coming back to that is I want to help humanity. I want to be, you know, whatever. I think mm-hmm. you're going to have a really fine life. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, thanks for coming on here. And yeah, man. Thanks for being our first official interview. Yeah. What? Because this was our... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we oh had our gosh. buddy on, yeah. but it was it was like... It was like an interview. And this is more yeah. of like interview. Yeah. You got stuff to promote. Yeah. It exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, Lauren was kind of an interview, but he doesn't count because he's just... He's kind of... But he's, he's <laughs> yeah, also he's just Lauren. helped producing yeah. it. Yeah. So. yeah. He's part of it. Wow. But yeah. Well, I am honored. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. This is, uh, this is great. Yeah. Um, Thank you for having me and thank you for open to receiving to, yeah, yeah. what it is that, that I can offer and talk about and being open to conversation. and Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Where well. can people find you yes. on the interweb? On the internet, you can find me as Chayu, that is C-H-A-Y-U, Instagram, C-H-A-Y-U underscore music, Spotify, Apple Music, C-H-A-Y-U. Um... See what other links are there? SoundCloud, C H A Y U underscore music as well. Um, cool. We'll we'll make sure we get yeah, all the yeah. links out in there. And I was thinking that we could maybe use one of your songs for our intro. That's what, what we do. Too. Please, yeah. So what we do here at the Big Small Talks podcast is we have an intro song that's different every single time. Mm. Our intro mm-hmm. that we talk about the intro song, sure. and then we get into the actual podcast. Very cool. So I thought it would be cool to give. I think that too. Give some people a little flavor for yeah. what Chayu sounds like. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys some uh, unreleased. I was gonna say Chayu flavors. I was thinking that, or I was even thinking that um, Sade remix that's not allowed to be on on SoundCloud or on Spotify. Yeah, that's oh, that's a good one too. He has a Sade remix that's. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's dope. good. Yeah, it's dope. It's, really it's, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Oh yeah, but um, yeah. hey man. Love you. Thanks for yeah, love thanks you too, for bro. thanks for coming out, dude. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. And it's, it's not the that's not the last time no, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So as long as we're here, you know, like yeah. come whenever you want. Yeah, we'll get you back. Yeah. yeah, just come kick it with us. Yeah, yeah. Be here, and then, yeah, it'll be cool to keep on checking yeah. in. Yeah, to have like the space as like a 
yeah, just like a ground to share and like ground. And then the more artists that we work with, you know, like I, I, I've told you, I want to get Hannibal on here, so maybe we'll get yeah. you and oh. Hannibal on here. That'd be cool. I think that'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. sick. This dude's from Chile. Chile. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that's sick. Dude. He's the vocalist on the EP that they just released, "Dancing with Shadows." Dancing yep. with Shadows. Yeah. Uh, on all streaming platforms now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try you and Hannibal. Um, Super yeah. dope. Yeah, I love Check it. it out. Yeah. All right, y'all. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning Thanks in. in. Peace. Peace. Dip tea, live free.